Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota. Let's just go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Special Tuesday picks. Does do we uh, still have to hurry? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. more so. All right. They lost the game because they didn't play complimentary football, but they moved the ball. Oh, they it was noted. moved it was, it the was ball? Noted. It was noted in postgame. 250 yards constitutes moving the ball. Get them out of here. Oh, boy. Ooh, whoa, wow. Get them out of here. All right. What if they don't want that? Then they're stupid. Uh, okay. Okay. Evan is back from right. Zappy. What did he say? Yes, what sir, did yes, he ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. What did he say? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mike, that's yes, that's all on me and you. We, we stepped all over him. That was brilliant. 700% improvement for the Patriots this week, but they lose 16-7. to 7. Well, isn't 700% of zero still zero? Deuce. Leave him alone. He's on a roll. Paul and Deuce and Tamara will be back tomorrow. And Tease, evidently, because and, uh, and suddenly Matisse. Matt is, is running the yeah. program. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It's Wednesday here at Gillette Stadium, a travel day for the team. So it's Deuce Tamara, Evan, Paul, myself, as usual. However, Evan and I will be uh, getting out of here pretty soon because we got to get on the bus. So I'll leave you with... Uh, Deuce, Tamara, Paul, and Matisse will join in. Go to the bench. Yeah. Call them out the so bench. So it, it, it's still a full show, even without Evan and I. But uh, we got a lot to talk about here, right? Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You're about to go there. Ah. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Maybe no Najee Harris. He missed practice yesterday. So, uh, yeah, we're having a dueling top running backs being out, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you look at the matchups, advantage quarterback, Steelers, even though it's Mitch Trubisky. Sure. I mean, he's won games in the NFL. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. well, Zappi's won two games in the NFL. That, you know yeah. what? I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Trubisky might be two in like 20 something. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, don't I know. stand corrected. He gave them a hard time at Chicago. Well, let's, what, in let's 17? Look that up. 2017? 2018? Paul always, 20, 18, Paul always yeah. comes to the receiver. Well, you got yeah. to check. You got to be checked. Yeah, that was my yeah. first trip to Soldier Field, two, okay. 2018. He played well in that game. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it, well, he, he was. He ran a lot in that he game, yeah. and uh, I think that's a big thing for the Patriots this week. You know, the one thing that he can do is he can ex- extend plays with his legs. He can run, he can scramble, and he can get outside the pocket. Is that and the make one where the uh, we had, is it, did, was Cordero Peterson on our team? Cordero yeah, exactly. Patterson. Patterson, yes. Cordero Patterson. He, he returned a kick he had in a that good game. game. Uh, yeah. Trubisky is thirty-one yeah. and twenty-four as a starter. Really? In his that, career. That's wait. He has a winning record. Thirty-one and twenty-four. It's <laughs> a big difference between two and twenty. That's, uh, <laughs> what? How does he have a winning record? He was eleven and three in eighteen. Wow. Eight and seven the next year, six and three, uh, and then two and three last year. Some people say they gave up on him too fast. Yeah. Well, maybe. What he had like the year in Buffalo and, and now he's been in Pittsburgh for, for this is his second season, I think. Right. Yeah, he's uh, there I believe last that's year. correct. Yeah. So they've got the experience at the quarterback position in this game. They uh, also have better weapons. They yeah. have better weapons. So their offense right, is better than right, our offense. Uh, we know this is where this is headed. I, I think for you, defense Tamara. is a toss-up, right? Our defense, their defense. Mm, 
I don't know. I mean, TJ Watt's really good. I mean, I, I mean, I think it would probably tip it a little bit in their favor just because, I mean, if the Patriots had Judon, maybe it's almost comparable, but I think TJ Watt's just too good right now. He's he's the best player on either yeah. defense. Okay. Yeah, Steelers' defense is really good. Their, their front is probably one of the best that they've played all year. Yeah. But, you know, you, the offenses don't play each other. So their offense, their yeah. defense against our offense, our defense against their offense i think they have the advantage because our offense just doesn't score points yeah you know that's a place to I mean, but neither does theirs theirs doesn't either well th- th- this could literally well be what not as bad as us well no we're okay. last right what are they like 30 did, did you look that up yeah. today 30th something like that and who have they been playing teams <laughs> teams without their starting quarterback i mean yeah they beat the Bengals, um, but cool but joe burrow wasn't playing okay the other kid's pretty good. I mean, they scored they scored 16 <laughs> in that game, and then Jacksonville scored 31 on them the next game. Like, they're, so they're they're 28th in scoring. So they're so they don't there. score. They're averaging yeah. 16 a game. They fired their offensive coordinator two weeks ago. I mean, they went 59 games without getting even 400 yards in one game. So Paul, you're saying there's a chance? I, I definitely think there's a chance. I'm saying this could be another six nothing game. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I um, when I, the other team can't who score, the game is. The, I mean, <laughs> I, I picked. We made our picks. We did our picks yesterday, Freddie. Yeah, I picked Pittsburgh. So I'm not telling you I think the Patriots are going to win. Right. But I think what Tamara said is very accurate. When neither team scores a lot, anything can happen. Any, yeah. You know, anybody can win. Turnovers, right? <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> uh, I did a little digging though. Did you know you got to go back all the way to the 2011 Rams to find an offense that averaged under. Just out of curiosity, who was the coordinator of I, that offense? I don't recall. You don't recall, Mike? Ooh. Shots fired. Yeah, hmm. somebody lost what, their job because What of offensive that. system did that team try to use? Uh, I, I, I plead the fifth. Oh. <laughs> that would be Josh McDaniels. Yeah. But there hasn't been a team under 13 points well, in the, over 12 I years. I looked this up the other day because to put it in perspective for the Patriots. The last Patriots offense to score this few points per game, Rod Rust. The Rod Rust year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1991. One. No, 90. 90. 90. So, 90. So, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, based off record, it's the worst Patriots season ever. But based off of that's vibes, the worst team ever. Yeah. yeah yes. that, so that's the worst Patriots team ever. And you are neck and neck right now yep. in scoring with the Rod Rust Patriots. Like, just that's just wild. It's historically bad. It's yeah. historically bad. For them, especially. Yeah. Like, you have to, uh, after that, you have to go back to, like, you know, the 60s and like Bo Pelini and stuff like you were talking about a different type of football at that point so like you you're really like you, you, did you mean to say Babe Perilli yeah sure whatever the heck. <laughs> did you say Bo Pelini <laughs> I literally I was born in 1992 you're on but you're, you're the reason who Rod Rust Bo Pelini is actually a person yeah who he was he? a linebackers coach here he ended up being the Nebraska's head coach for see? a while see I knew uh, what I was talking about um, and Fred will tell you not a fan of BFW no no I have a Bo funny Pelini. Bo Pelini story if anyone's interested Bo Pelini Babe Perilli whatever same thing Anyway, all the same people to me. Yeah, uh, back when the Patriots stunk. So this is going to be another game that um, puts NFL football back thirty years, forty years. Oh, and on Thursday night yeah. too. So you got that uh, that element added. And the into Thursday it. night games tend to be lower scoring, although uh, last week's was high scoring, forty-one thirty-five. Uh, do we have a weather report for tomorrow night? No, I, that's a good question. I thought we you don't. guys might be on that. You guys are headed there no. in a minute. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't even want to look. There's an app for that. Story. If only there was a way. Yeah. You looking up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So uh, it looks like it's going to be 
yeah, pretty nice in terms of like Pittsburgh this time of year. Okay. Of course, on Friday when we're not going to be there, it's going to be sixty. So you know, oh. like, we could have had a, a nice day on the Pittsburgh in December. You, sixty degree day, up, beautiful. Driving up from the Cape, it's a very underrated place. Pittsburgh. That's what everybody's talking driving about. Driving up it's from fine. the Cape this morning, yeah. you would think it never snowed before. It was. I'm literally. They closed the Bourne Bridge because it was too icy. Really? They couldn't uh, didn't put salt down or whatever. So I had to loop around. It took me two hours to get here. Yikes! Yeah. Which you gotta go. You gotta loop back to the Sagamore. Yeah, I, but you're closer to the no, Sagamore anyway. Why did you go down to the? No, Bourne? I went over the Sagamore and then oh. I go over to the uh, Bourne. But that's where the problem was. So I had to loop back and take those back roads to get to Cranberry Highway. You know uh, what I'm talking yeah, about? I do. I do. The Cranberry that's, that used to be how you had to get to the Bourne Bridge, the Cranberry Highway, right? You had to yeah. like cut good, through Wareham. Cape is, that a, talk. is that a real place <laughs> or is that like you know in Candyland or something? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of cranberry bogs. So can you just tell how excited Tamara is just for this game? Like, <laughs> I, I'm upset you're we not Tomlin over there. Like, you know, I, have a, I, I wish really I could go, but no. Well, get in your car, start driving. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Tickets will be cheap. <laughs> my max, my max for road trips is like two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Really? What's the matter? I have no. You got a, you got a <laughs> small bladder <laughs> or something? <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a I responsibility. Have no two I have hours. no patience. I used to drive to Ithaca, New York. It's six hours. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, but listen. No. You get your good podcast going. No. What? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> oh yeah, I put cruise Planes control exist. on. Why am I wasting time? Because well, you're not wasting time. You're, it's your time when you're in your car. When you're in a plane, it's their time. They control you. When you're in a car, you control the situation. Where did this come from? <laughs> but, Mr. Hand, if we're all here, isn't I, it for our me, time? For me, if, anything— If Tomlin's here <laughs> and Belichick's here, doesn't that make it our time? No, but for me, anything less than four hours, I'm driving. Oh, uh, yeah. I, Wait, I would agree. The, well, the ability yeah. to have my car, I think, is Wait, how long key. is the drive? Oh, it's Pittsburgh. Far. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh's probably more like mm. seven hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely Pittsburgh's not. Too far. No, that's yeah. a good one. but it did, well, the thing too about dri- like you know we do this not to complain by any means, but you know by the time you get on the plane, you go through security, like you really start to do the math. It's yeah, yeah I think uh, we, well, we we have to get on the bus by twelve thirty or one. Yeah, right? yeah. we're not going to get into Pittsburgh till what five? Yeah, we used to do it for Jets games once yeah. in a while. We would actually calculate it, and absolutely, if you drove, you could get there faster. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So if I started driving at 10 o'clock this morning, I'd beat the team to Pittsburgh. But you also left earlier. I know. But no, no, so no, what? But you but could, yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh is not. But, like, we used to do it for the, the Jets. Like, the t- calculating the time that you got through security here mm-hmm. at the stadium onto the bus. If you, would, if you left and drove, you could get there at the same time. I guess for me, I'm, like, spoiled. One, Providence Airport is, like, the size of this room. Oh, yeah. And I show up when my flight is boarding, and Yeah, Providence is a, is a breeze. It's And really I have TSA pre-check, so I literally just, like, walk straight through, get on the plane. You're, like, professional plane traveler. I am. Well, she travels a lot. And so I would do anything enough. not to have to take a commercial flight. Again, the Patriots have completely ruined <laughs> me for travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I do yeah. not want to travel commercially ever again, and I, d- d- I despise get, having to do it. I get I will a lot say, of, of flack at the, at the family dinner table for bringing that up because uh, we were going to Germany and I was like, oh, and I had to fly commercial and my parents w- wanted to <laughs> murder me. Yeah. They were like, yeah. excuse me? And I was like, I'm sorry. It's I just do. A, I get yelled at for that bad. too, but I, ha- I hate it. I hate having to do it. Probably yeah. going to be taking a couple of trips this, uh, you know, as soon as the season's and over you, too and, and so I'm not like, looking forward so, to it. So, you know, we got spoiled on charters. Can you imagine how these rich people get spoiled with their own jets? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah, but they can 
do that every time they want. No, I know, but like imagine if like the jet wasn't. <laughs> I don't have the option the, to take a Imagine if the jet was grounded time. one day and they had to fly commercial. They, They'd get their a new heads one. would explode. Oh, my They'd old buy job. a new one. Kim my old job. My, going through yeah. the terminal. My old job. My bosses used to take private flights, and I would like see the bill for you know just like the gas alone was like twenty times what our vacation would even cost. But oh yeah, you know it's the. Uh, well, what is, what is one of those net jets cost? Like, is it like fifty grand to to go? Like, on? where you're in like kind of a group with people and yeah. you all kind of yeah. split it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the the like just the one off to like Cabo was like thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand. Well, because like when we fly in places, we go, like we often go to like the private part of the airport and so like you see like all of like those especially in like places like vegas and stuff like that where there are a lot of the private jets and they're all just like lined up and they're too small for me like but i i would i don't want to feel everything on them yeah but, but, but if the jet is 10 and it's thirty five thousand, and you split it 3500 per person that's still a lot higher than if you paid for a flight but it might be worth it if you really it's want for the smallest luxury. jet they offer yeah what 10 people I'm saying it's 6,700 oh, an hour for the smallest jet they offer. 6,700 an hour. An hour. Biggest jet. Oh, wow. And that's, I don't even know if that includes gas, too. Like, the gas jumped out at me. Like, that was, like, another yeah. surcharge in there that you're like, whoa, that's what. Uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're digressing. <laughs> Private jet good, talk. Uh, good travel talk. That's what happens when you're two and ten. Um, right. Nothing <laughs> like the Army break Navy. break down the X's and O's? Nothing like the Army-Navy game to get a little spruce up of uh, the service I got to get here. one of those shirts. Go. I feel like I'm the only one in the stadium that does not have that shirt. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I have I one. They don't they like don't, it. Yeah, they don't have any. You hubbies. know why I don't like it, right, Paul? Yeah, I do. You don't like the fake hoodie? So did you not take yours? Can I take yours then? I don't oh even God. know what. No, I keep we got Evidently, that. everybody like got an, one. I didn't. It get was it. like an ice cream social. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that was downstairs then, and no, like no one <laughs> no, cares. Oh, you he were didn't. Felger Mass. No, he no, didn't. I don't. It was a Wednesday. He didn't get the invite because he's downstairs. No, I, I, I don't. You had to be here. You had to go upstairs. With, I think it was a Monday. Yeah, there was an. There was ice cream. It was. Yeah. It was ice cream. Yeah. How did it not get you? Ice yeah, cream? I went up there and I didn't have the ice cream. It's my love language. Now, now, in all seriousness, does it make any sense to anybody that I passed up free ice cream? No, I mean that's come on. That's what I was wondering. But they did put out a bunch of new stuff yesterday in, in the pro shop so if you want some army navy swag come on down yeah. to patriot's place although it's gonna be a little and, crazy and what a company they're man. repainting the <laughs> it whole really it's an embarrassment the whole service <laughs> tunnel is being redone mm -hmm. and i assume because of uh, army navy and then you know the e3 corridor did you see the new yeah we did uh, that was pretty cool cool color, absolutely color very cool yeah we have like murals on the walls as you walk down this one hallway and it's like Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and Damian, Damian Harris. Harris. They should take well, that down. No, take that no, down. No, no. Well, no, we finally got Damian Harris down, down replaced by know, Tom Brady. It's, it's the revs and monster, you know, things that have happened here in uh, Gillette Stadium. And they, they changed one of the walls to all Army-Navy guys in their uniforms, and it's really cool. Yeah. yeah the other ones are, like, two-tone. These are color. Yeah, so, so they really pop. I wasn't sure if we were supposed like able to talk about those murals like publicly. Uh, so I never brought this up. But going from Damian Harris to the Brady on the Week One this year photo that we have up there now yeah. was like the that's the biggest upgrade in, like you ever could possibly. You, you can have. thank Matt Smith. Yeah, no socks. Like Matt Smith a, was tireless in trying to get that replaced, and they finally did it right before we played the Bills. That's a fantastic picture of Brady. You know, yeah, on the yeah. podium, yep. like addressing the crowd on in Week One, and then. We've coded that from, you know, no offense. Wow. It's crazy how much, like, that That was the first game of the season. Like, I just, like, time goes by Doesn't so that seem fast. like it was three years ago? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I remember seeing Brady. I mean, that's, you know. And it does. The, the season goes by fast. It does. But at that particular moment, seems like it was so long ago. To yeah. me, it seemed like yesterday. But I do yeah. agree with you, Freddie. The season, the NFL season goes by very fast. Well, and part of it 
like to me, the Brady thing was yesterday because everything in between was forgettable. No, oh, that's a good point. You know, like that's a good point. What is the, you know? I mean, Buffalo's win was was cool for me just because my kids were there and I mean, yeah. all games for them to have a first yeah. Patriots. Like Deuce's game. kids go to the yeah. game. It's twenty nine twenty five. My kid goes to the game. It's six nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a rock. Yeah. He right? had the best game ever. Like I got a bike. <laughs> it was awesome. And then and the kids were sitting right above where the Gasicki touchdown happened, and they got a great video. Of also, it, they love the gritty too. Yeah. So that was like Broadway Zoe in the house. So what's up? Watch out. Zoe's looking at us through uh, the window. <laughs> looking at us like, who are these? So he's throwing that at Zoe's just paying pan Morel money, evidently. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Get, me, get me lunch. <laughs> that, I'm sure that's what it was. Remember when he stole our <laughs> well, that's That started the whole thing. <laughs> Rummaging yeah. through things back there. What's going on? All right. Uh, the 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Getting back to the Patriots in football. Anything... We need to know that's occurred this week. I know it's been a short week. John Jones. Did you guys already talk about that? Uh, Walter Payton Man mm -hmm. of the Year. Yeah. So yeah. he's the Patriots nominee for Walter Payton Man of the Year, which is a big deal. Um, you know, the winner, the league winner of that goes to the Super Bowl and gets awarded uh, at the Super Bowl. So the Patriots nominee is John Jones this year. He does so much in the community. I'm like, how do you have time for that? Especially like here, back home, at Auburn, like yeah. just... Busy. Nice little piece on Patriots.com about that. Um, so yeah. that's nice. Football-wise, mm -hmm. practice was later yesterday, so mm -hmm. um, Evan's update oh, yeah. was Oh, uh, it would have been true. a good one, too. It would have right? been a good one. There's yeah. a couple things going on. Yeah. Uh, I would say biggest thing is, you know, sometimes we we see the kickers, and they'll be kicking. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there kicking, you know, as, a as opposed to kicking oil the ball. painting, you know, as opposed to like you know doing whatever well, it is with their foot. First doing. of all, they they were kicking yeah. as they tend to do, uh, but the person that was place kicking was not one uh, rookie, young Chad Ryland. It was the other dude? It was the other kicker, N Matthew Wright. Matthew Wright on the practice squad now, who does have some NFL experience. He has he ki does. kicked in regular season games before, so just. The one little snapshot, like I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that they're benching Ryland or anything quite yet, but they showed very little confidence in him last week, I felt like, in, in a couple instances. I would agree well, with did, that. I yeah. mean, did you – I don't know if it was on this show or one of Paul's shows, but somebody said Ryland in pregame missed five straight – Yeah, all, all of the uh, the gents, I'm not sure if yeah. Evan did as well, but everybody was chronicling his pregame routine, and everybody said he missed like five out of six yeah, at but one it point was, or something. Yeah, but it was deep, like 48 Yeah, 48 plus. 53. Yeah, you know, and that's in that why area. you know they didn't kick. Uh, I think it was like a 53 or 54 yard field oh, goal. Oh, there was a shorter one than that that they they uh, went for. Yeah. They went for a fourth down that would have been like a 48 yard. Okay, maybe that was it. And uh, Bill, after the game, said he wasn't making them in pregame, so we we didn't trust him to mm -hmm. make it in the game. And uh, <clears throat> I I think that there's a chance there's a chance that it's a competition at least, and they're you know we're giving Wright some some practice reps. How do people feel about that? Out of curiosity. I miss Nick Folk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good shot. Um, you know, know, is that the I, best way? Like, I mean, if they, if they were 10 and 2, I would absolutely, like, this is what you'd have to do. You, you'd probably have already made a move and, yeah. and try to get him on your practice squad, see if he can get his head straight, whatever. But at 2 and 10, is that the best way to handle a rookie I kicker? see what you're getting at. I don't know. That's, a, that's I think, a good question. I mean, you want to see him work through it. You invested a draft pick in this kid. Well, you know, you like him. He's got a good leg. That's one way to look at it, but the other way to look at it is the rest of the team. Am I 
doing a disservice to the rest of the team by just trotting out this guy that can't make kicks when uh, we're know. we're involved I, I in not gonna get into we're involved in ten seven, ten six games, <laughs> six mean, nothing where easy. every point is critical. Yeah. I'm letting watch down eleven games of pathetic yeah. offense. No, I know, but I, I, if I'm anybody. not doing what I have 12, to do at that position, I'm letting down the No, at least they finally made a change. You did that for a million weeks with Mac Jones, so why not let Chad Ryland have the same amount of Well, I can make the same argument with Mac Jones. Maybe that was mishandled as well. Mm -hmm. Well, that was mishandled from, you know, every angle. But, not just you know, why, why do it wrong twice, you know? No, I'm yeah. just saying, like, you you traded up in the fourth round. He's an asset that you thought enough of to do that for, and now he's struggling. I'm not trying to make excuses for him. He hasn't kicked well. He's been very erratic couple of really short ones he's missed the last two times that he's been out there but are you ready to sort of change yeah for good no but right now i, I i'd like well, to win I, I right now i'd like to win a game or two okay but my point is what's more important him long term or winning a game or two him uh, long term because um, there are kickers. I, I've got all offseason to work with him. Okay, well, that's not really going to do it. Like, I know. He, he didn't, I if know. he's going to be somebody, this could – this. We're already hearing defense bitching about the offense that we have to be perfect. Yeah, you know what? And now I'm going to bring out – I've about had it with that too. But okay, that'll okay. Be, that'll we'll, be another we'll argument. We'll get into that. But, you know, where, where points are at a premium, I have to think about the entire team. And, like, I'm not going to be working on this one guy because I – I traded up in the fourth round and forfeit a game. and I, That's just not I, fair I, to I, everybody Fred, else. I didn't say to forfeit a game. Like, don't do it, make it an Andy argument. Like, okay, so we have no chance to win because Chad Ryland is on the team. No, so I'm forfeiting today. But but I have a less chance if well. I don't have a field goal kicker who can make field goals. You know, so it's you can you can argue either way, but I can see this. You know, I'm just saying if you thing. have designs in this guy being part of your future, I don't know yeah. if this is the best thing for him for you know mentally and it's a very you can it's a very very mental position there are kickers that have had bad yes. starts to their careers and then all of a sudden turned into great kickers yeah. and what really well, brought this, this in the end first, for him. first of all well it might be for this season it is that might mean the end that, yeah. that that's exactly what evan's talking about and i think first of all i'm just bringing it up as a you know, yeah. as they like to say, oh. facilitation. We, we don't have a lot to argue okay. about right. this year, and so I'm, let's and, argue. And, and, it's not, and I'm not necessarily <laughs> arguing with you about it. I'm just asking if it's the best way to handle it. And what got it on my radar, I think, was either last Friday or the Friday before when Bill started being asked about it. And he, met, I think it was last Ra Friday, radio. he mentioned yeah. a lot of guys that were really successful kickers in this league did not have that success with their original team. They 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 go to Look another team yep. and they end up you know panning out. Yep. Now Nick Folk was good with a lot of teams, but there's a lot of guys that really were terrible when they first got in the league and ended up having long successful careers. And I wonder is is that what the plan is? Like you have to accept the fact that it's it's not going to work here. He might go somewhere else and it, it might pan out for him. And I'm not arguing necessarily. I'm just wondering is is that where we're going? I I'm think not. right now that, that I may I think right now all Bill is thinking about is I, I I need a guy who can make a field goal and you know we can make a forty eight yarder when we need it and he's he's thinking about the now I you know I don't think he's thinking about twenty twenty four or his future Ryland's future I just think he's thinking about I got a bunch of guys in this team that would love to get a win and I'm the coach and it's up to me to find a way to get a win. And you can make the same argument that he didn't pull the plug 
you know, fast enough with Mac Jones. You no, know, I get that. That's the counter. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just get, think I that get your argument. That that's almost the 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 challenge for Bill as being the GM and the coach is that he ha- I think sometimes that that's another thing that kind of gets in the way a little bit is like the here and now matters to build the coach, but build the GM needs to take a total, you know, has to take that bird's eye view of it. Yep. And so these decisions, I think sometimes it, I'm not necessarily even knocking him for it because it's a, that's a tough spot to be in. It like, is, you know, yeah. the, the team right now might be dying for a win, but really if you're, in the long term, it's probably better if they lose. <laughs> like, that's just the reality. Like I've said before, yeah. you know, Pittsburgh, beating <clears throat> Pittsburgh tomorrow night does not help them in any way, shape, or form. Now, if you tell me that they upset the Chiefs in a couple weeks and that, like, the Buffalo game is kind of like a feel-good win for the team, then fine. But losing, you know, winning these types of games are the games that are going to matter. And, and I, also I say- just got an email that we're going to miss the bus. Actually, I, that's what Neil Perry just emailed. So okay. I don't know what he's talking about. We, we okay. better get going. All right. Well, All right. No. I, I I'll leave glad. it to you guys to, oh, no. I was to figure this out. I was under the I was under the gun. I only had 26 minutes, but I did I did get Fred to yell at me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad uh, that I was able to do that. Um, yeah. With the, the the situation, like I said, I I don't necessarily think that Bill's wrong for wanting to make a change. Maybe he's decided. I'm just wondering. And, you know, to Evan's point about the, you know, winning the game or losing the game. Yeah, that's that's probably not in the best interest of the team. You probably want to continue to keep that draft position as high as you can. But I would argue that even if you even Thursday night, like tomorrow night, if you could win the game 31 27, I think you could get something out of that. Now, yeah. we were talking about it during that Chargers game in the fourth quarter. My God, don't score now. <laughs> like, don't win this game 7 6. You know, and it's a miserable game, and you got nothing out of it. You know, and the only thing that was accomplished was that you hurt your draft position. Whereas, if you could somehow, you know, have a really good offensive game, you could talk yourself into okay, the offense has been miserable, but we're finally showing signs of life here, and yeah. we're, we're scoring some points. Like I could, you know, I could get behind some wins that way. But you know, in terms of the kicker. I just think it's such a mental position, mm-hmm. yeah, and that gets in his head now. You know, and he's already, you know, he's already got struggling because he's not making enough kicks. I just wonder if that's maybe going to be the end for him in New England. Plus, part if of if you make a change, we don't know what's going on in practice too. Like, what's oh, his I'm sure he's like struggling. That, Listen, know? the, the kid. Like I, I'm not trying to make excuses for Chad yeah. Ryland. He hasn't done the job. You know, it is what it is. It's a results-oriented business, and he hasn't done the job. Yeah. No. I mean, Beringer's been. Up and he's down. He's been up and down, you know? but he's been better than Ryan. Yeah, yeah, he's showing glimpses. So, Matisse, welcome in. You guys, we've got Matisse Bauman here. You, uh, you, you know his voice show. from the PU Halftime Show. Face, face reveal. Face reveal. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on the show before, though, haven't you? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the, all the draft podcasts, I'm not sure. Honey, we don't do any video for those That's what He just wants to come down and pl- replay his greatest hits of uh, yeah. players that he loved. That, that the Patriots I said Tyquan was a late round guy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Quentin, Quentin Johnston? Quentin Johnston. Hey, that was right. He stinks. <laughs> 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 there was a, uh, Eldred online went on. <laughs> so um, I, I, I had I had a thing, you know. We, we you hear people talking, you see little clips on Twitter and stuff, and I saw you know Tommy Kern kind of thrown out there of Mac being the bridge quarterback. Did you see this yesterday? I think it was oh, on for one next of the year. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Mike, do you remember last week? I told you I wouldn't have been stunned if he played. Yeah. And by the way, he was active. Like, I do not rule out that possibility at all. I don't either, and I mean, I think I was more okay with it 
like uh, you know a couple months ago and and i've slowly been like how can they and, that, and like just in the question that kind of came to me was just i get i get it like you know i get why you would say this but i also just how do you sell that to the team i couldn't agree more how do you like sell if that you have the the option between mac jones and any other veteran guy i would i would opt for the other one even if i think mac jones is better like yeah like you know what i think of baker mayfield like if you get stuck and you have nobody i'd rather have baker mayfield you know if you get stuck and you have nobody i'd rather have jimmy garoppolo i think those guys are done like i yeah. i'm not I, I don't think i don't have any illusions i'm talking about you couldn't draft a quarterback and you have nobody to play like Bailey Zappi and Baker Mayfield, to me, would be better than Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. Yeah. Agreed. You got to, like, sit down with your real peppers and be like, so we're going to bring this Mac. Is, this, <laughs> is what we're gonna do. this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to do what now? I uh, I did see um, we were in the locker room yesterday, and, like, and Mac was, like, out on the field by himself, like, still putting work in. Like, he was, you know, we could see him through the windows when we went out, like, on see, the See, that's what I feel like, bad. He's like, continuing to work, and, you know, that, it's just that, that human part of it yeah. makes me – Feel, like you know, I have ready. empathy for him because I do know that he, it means a lot to him. Do you think he's? Do you think he plays again? I this year, it, this year, yeah, May, like mm-hmm. maybe if Bailey rolls an ankle. I think he definitely plays again this year. There's five more games. I kind of do. I they just no. got shut out. I'd ra- I say no unless something happens to Bailey, like unless he like, like gets an injury. hurt or something. Yeah. What about like Bailey Zappi just does nothing? Like I mean, nope. just like last Mm-mm. week, like it's just nothing. It's no. Like Evan said, nothing's kind of good sometimes. So I, I feel like he's <laughs> not. He hasn't done anything to hurt the team, like in terms of like throwing like just like bad interceptions. The, like Mac just keeps doing that over and over and over, and it's mm-hmm. like we don't really need to see I, that. Again. I said on the field it was uh, Zappi was getting grabbed around the ankle, and he just went down, took the sack, and I was like, that's the difference right there. Mac would just oh he would have chucked it up yeah. and it would have been a pick. So, yeah, those bad plays. I mean, no question. But I just, I mean, we were talking about it in the locker room a little bit, and I just said, you know, it's like for every bit of criticism that we've thrown and lobbed in Mac Jones's direction, some of it right and some of it wrong. Like I've just never questioned his like work ethic. Like he's right. always that's why like, done everything you ask. Kind of feel yeah, and, like you know. So the quarterback that replaced him went out and did absolutely nothing, and is considered. Oh no no no. He's, it's his job. Now. We got to like, keep him in. Yeah. I know. I, I feel know. like it's tough because it's like he's working hard, but like there's no change notice on the field. Like that's that's what's tough with Mac. It's like you know he's putting in the hours and the time. He's not like playing video games and having to get written in his contract that he needs to write more, <laughs> watch more film. That's not the problem. But when he's on the field, it's like why are we not noticing he, any change? Studying a test yeah. and he's still failing. Especially yeah. like <laughs> off the bye, I felt like because I don't know what I was expecting. Not that I was expecting anything. I was just maybe you know fooling myself of maybe maybe this week off helped him and yeah. you know it, it couldn't have gone any worse than it did in Germany. You know, and but he just came out and it was the same exact thing. That's just what. Why can't he break that cycle? You know, that's it's a great question. There are some there are there are some positives for him, but I mean, then Devin McCourty was out today, asked the question of who do you blame, Mac or the organization? And I mean, really, Devin kind of laid it at the organization's yeah. feet. But it's just it's so hard to untangle. And all, all the writers chimed in. Yeah. Devin speaks the truth. <laughs> I know, I, like I know, I'm the only one that thinks that they still give him all the excuses yeah. in the world, but. There it is. You got to – it's just – It's. I mean, it is hard to untangle, but, like, I just I, – I can't get away from the thought that I had of when, you know, I saw Tom kind of throw that out there and, you know, something that we had talked to about too, but just how do you sell that to the team? You know, that that's the biggest thing for me. Like, I understand it from a first-round draft pick perspective and, you know, what he's done and, you know, what, what, you, what you're hoping that he was going to grow into and that you still don't want to lose sight of that. But at the same time, it just continues to look the same. 
you know, no matter kind of who was around and him. And you have to sell it to, to the team out. but and the fan base. Mm-hmm. Right. That's tough right now because people people are cranky. People I mean, are cranky right really? now. Really? Yeah. I, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> I mean, you guys weren't there, but in Germany, the, the zappy chants in that stadium, I was like, this is – this is tough. Really? I, I just don't get how you bounce back. We had some zappy chants here. Like, they were, like, oh, encouraging zappy, zappy chants. chants. But I'm saying, like, European soccer yeah. fan stadium. Like, just oh, hey, when, zappy, when Zappy went in the game. Zappy, yeah. Zappy. yeah, more or less. And, and then Sunday, like, even when they're getting shut out for three and a half quarters. Come on. I think there was a, a belief that he's going to do it. Yeah. Here's the, the part he that annoys me it. is uh, there you got Zappy, Zappy. And I'm like, he, he did an end around to Taekwon Thornton. What? He didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we chanting? They're just trying. At least it was I thought we were going to get the bring back Mac chant. Bring back Mac. I don't, I don't think you're, you're going to get that. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get that. <laughs> are you sure? People have taped over oh. their Mac Jones jerseys oh, and changed it's, it to Zappy jerseys. Isn't that just the most depressing thing for a f- football franchise when you that it gets to that? Like every franchise kind of goes through that when you figure out like certain segment right. of the fan base are we like starting our uh, quarterback Cleveland jersey, Browns? Yeah. <laughs> our quarterback jersey <laughs> right, right. With, the, with the brown paper bag just setting it on fire but that was everything <laughs> when i saw that photo <laughs> i can't well it's uh got plenty of emails here coming in and uh I guess, are, we, are we okay to go to the phones yet, Paul? I, uh, I'm feeling this is I'm a little thrown off. Uh, usually, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll allow. It's when, when 35. I, usually 35? when I host, I get like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mindset, and yeah. you start off, and you get into it, and you know, Fred was here, and now it's like all yeah, of a sudden no, he's passing the, the reins 35 off. 35 is me, more, you know? more than enough time to uh, clear your throat. All right, Good okay. job. All right, let me clear my throat. Spee, what's going on, Spee? How are you? Hey, I'm all right. How you guys doing? All right. Good. Uh, Paul had a line yesterday that really resonated for me, at least. He said it was something like, "They don't suck because they turn the ball over. They they turn the ball over because they suck." (laughs) Um, I thought that was good. Like Bill's always harped on not turning the ball over. You know, he's had like a hair trigger benching young players like Stevenson. But like, but these days, (laughs) when Bill invokes the the turnovers are our main problem with the offense, it rings a little hollow. It's like he's I wonder if he's like deflecting from yep. having discussed, like to talk about what's really going wrong and leading to the turnovers. Like he's treating a symptom like it's a disease. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to know your guys' thought. Does he? Is that what he's doing? Is he deflecting? So I strongly believe that, uh, Spee. I, I do, and I think that that's also part of the reason why he's been so evasive when asked about the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because if they, get, yep. if I continue to say. You know, I, I I told everybody to be ready. I expect I expect. Uh, well, you know what? They're they're all they they both deserve a chance. If I keep, you know, sort of, uh, you know, belaboring this point instead of just naming a starter, you name a starter, and the questions end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are what the questions are going to be, and then maybe they're not going to talk about. Well, it doesn't really matter who the quarterback is, because we're not moving the ball and scoring points. I keep talking about turnovers, and people are going to keep saying, and some in the media have glommed onto that. You know, they put the turnover ratio up every week, and you look, and there's like, I don't know, Kansas City's down there, and Cleveland's down there. There are teams that have winning records that are down around where the Patriots are in the turnover margin that are eight, nine games ahead of them in the standings. It's not just about turnovers. Now, obviously, you throw as many interceptions as Mac was throwing, that's going to hurt you, but... I, I, again, I just don't think that they're two and ten because of turnovers. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot other factors that are involved. I agree with Paul. And then the turnovers become relevant to the, the, the quarterback discussion a little bit because, like Matisse was just saying, 
you know, Zappy, you grab him by the ankle, maybe he goes down, whereas maybe Mac tries to do some circus mistake and turn yeah. the ball over. Yeah. Yeah, I think Mac is just making too many mistakes that you would see from a rookie now, and it's like you're about to be coming up on your, you know, contract extension year, and you're still doing the same things that a rookie would be yeah. doing. Yeah, and right I now. think that the difference is he's been playing every game and they're not scoring any points, and he has that press to I have to make a play here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's just the I have to make a play because we're not scoring right. and we're punting and we're punting and we're punting and we're not scoring and we're not scoring. Whereas Zappy went in for one game. Had to endure not scoring. Yeah, you know, it's just like the, those plays where he's been wrapped up and he just Bleh! throws the ball right. out like like the, that. Just it can't happen the, in the NFL, there's right? The difference between losing and not turning the ball over and losing and turning the ball. Right. Over. Yeah. And I also say like you know the the goal for the quarterback isn't to just not make mistakes. It's to make plays, and you know that's why I didn't really think there was a whole lot of difference between the two performances. No. Mac and against the Giants and and Zappy against the Chargers to me was. Very much the same. Yeah. Uh, only you you didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. And I think the panic, like the the footwork and the panic that Mac has, like Zappy doesn't do that. Like when pass pa- when Khalil Mac is coming, Zappy has been better. Coming, yeah. He's better he's in the panicking. pocket. Keeps his eyes down, feel a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You I know? thought he did a good yeah. job of moving around the pocket early in the game, especially. But you know, at the end of the game, he got sacked five times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Speed. Yeah. Good? Zappy's, yep. Zappy's Zabby's going to get himself in trouble with one of those sidearm throws, I predict, in the next game. Yep. <laughs> He's going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> like the one he threw against the Giants late in the game that the linebacker dropped. Yeah. Like, you just kind of, like, get rid of it and went right to summer. the guy, and the guy dropped it. A lot this summer. A He's lot a with gunslinger. All right. Yeah. He's a gunslinger. <laughs> Thanks, P. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, I... It's not ideal to like go into these games, you know, like like Tamara said, like six nothing. Like, you know, well, who's going to get the six? I, you know, I don't know. Um, but it, it just would be nice to, to go into one of these games thinking they could win another way. Yeah. Like well, you had said, like you thought that maybe Mac comes out of the bye week. And, like I've had that thought, not just with Mac, but the team in general, like three or four times this year, like, you know what? They're going to go out and they're going to score in their first drive. Then they're going to cause a turnover on the second drive and go up 10 nothing or 14 nothing. And it's just going to be one of those games that are going to unload a season – season's worth of right. frustration yeah. on some team and it just never shows and it up. just <laughs> never happens i mean probably not totally the same but maybe a little bit in 09 with that tennessee game where they were kind of struggling and then all of a sudden in the snow here it was just like boom 50 points it was like 2007 all of a sudden yeah. again i don't know i I've, I've been waiting for those things to happen but it just it just hasn't and i mean and another big thing i think we, we got to talk about too is just ramondre like mm-hmm. i mean a it sounds like high ankle sprain which was what it looked like gonna be out for a little bit um, he's been their best player on offense, right? I yep. mean, and and now what do you do? Do you do you give Kevin Harris a shot? Do you try Jamichael Hasty? Um, does it matter? Or do you, does it matter? <laughs> um, or do you, I mean, I think Zeke seemed kind of intrigued by getting mm-hmm. by carrying the load and really getting a chance to to yeah. to do it. So I I don't know why not. I mean, I, I'd like to see a, a look at Kevin Harris, but he seems like an afterthought at this point. Yeah, they must just not like him very much. Yeah, I'm interested to see like kind of to your point to see what you have like see Kevin Harris. I mean, would have loved to see Keishawn Booty more, but obviously injuries and things get yeah. in the way. But I'm like see all the guys that you haven't really had a chance to see before the end of the year to see like okay what do we have what do we want to get rid of what do we want to fix like i feel like it's hard when you can't really see these guys and play. that's yeah. why i want to go to malik because i just want like what do you have to lose i just want to see yeah, i just want to see sure. some entertaining <laughs> football honestly like i just want to see some passes some anything yeah. anything well passes i don't know about malik with the passes that's fine you know <laughs> he can juke somebody out of his shoes i don't care it is i mean yeah, you know the key there i think is that they need to find a way to stay on the field mm-hmm. the offense like it, you need to get 
you know, some first downs, and then maybe if you get something going, you can throw Malik Cunningham. Do you think out that's there. what it is, Paul? Like, and is they had that four three and outs in the first yeah. half? You say day. that, and then I looked up at the scoreboard, and the time of possession was pretty equal, <laughs> well, which makes no sense to me. Well, the Chargers <laughs> didn't move the ball either. That's true. Yeah. I mean, they both had two hundred and fifty yards yeah, of offense. Fifteen punts total. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of punting going on <laughs> in that one. I'm waiting for our scoregami, honestly. That's all we need. Like, what are the scoregamis below 10 points? Well, we, we Googled <laughs> yesterday. We thought we were going to get a 0 0 scoregami, but that happened in 9 8. 1948. Could 9 8 <laughs> be a scoregami? I probably. Is that four safeties? Maybe. <laughs> oh, five, five, true, five, five two. This it's, well, it, it's. Putting up a baseball score? If yeah. the score is. Fi- uh, I, can't, I can't even I can't even say it out of my mouth. The score is five to two. Oh my god! Well, Elf from Wisconsin chimed in on a, on email said, "You know, would be y'all know what would be f- hilarious if the defense shuts out the Steelers, but the offense throws a pick six and loses the <gasps> game because oh, of it." Man. Stop. <laughs> that would be a new low, um, and that's why I just would like to see the defense score. I don't really like you know. I think we're all like uh, win. I don't know. I don't really want to win all that much, but. I just think it would be really fun to watch the defense celebrate and score. Maybe, like, maybe a big know. man touchdown. Oh, you know, Trubisky. Big batty coming out. You know, he could give you, he could give you some opportunities. Yeah. You see the he whole could. Najee and Trubisky stuff oh, going on? Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, what do we got? He was what? like, to, we got, uh, we got a, beef? a reporter asked uh, Najee, he was like, so what do you think of uh, Trubisky's leadership? And he was like, it's okay, I guess. And he, was like, <laughs> and he, goes, he goes, is he like vocal? And I was like. Uh, not me, not she's like, uh, I guess uh, it was really bad. They they got some stuff going. They didn't have any so, love so what I would say with that is that's pretty ironic that a player is asked about someone else's leadership and he poo poos it. Like that's terrible leadership. Right. By Najee Harris. I don't care if it's true or not. I, I can't take Najee Harris uh, seriously anymore because I saw a tweet that says he looks like he's running in jeans. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> well, I didn't want to get into oh, it. Oh, man. With, with he's not going to play tomorrow now. I want to see it. <laughs> which I think is bad for the Patriots. That if he Warren's play. better. Well, not only Warren's <laughs> better, but if Najee Harris plays and they have Harris and Warren, I know what they'll do. They'll go into the game and say, we're going to run the ball 25 times tonight, and we're going to establish the run, and yeah. we're going to do it. You know, I think Harris is more of that physical back. Warren's smaller, shiftier, which has always been better against the Patriots. Now maybe they'll look at it and say, we can't, just, we can't ask Jalen Warren to carry the ball 30 times like we would with both of them together. Maybe they'll throw it because if you want to try to run against the Patriots, you're going to lose. Yeah. I mean, like offensively. I'm not yeah, saying you're going right. to lose the game because we all <laughs> saw last week they still won the game. But well, then Deontay Johnson's kind of tuned out. Apparently, oh god, seen he's stuff with him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be part of my rant oh. when I go on my shows. Oh, today later, mm. like this big thing that Felger has, and Tamara will like this because it's <laughs> really complimentary <laughs> of her guy. Who would you rather have been over the last 50 years, the Patriots or the Steelers? And my answer is the Patriots. Um. Totally respecting everything Pittsburgh's done. Great program. Program, program. as I like to say. Thank you. Um, but I'm not enamored with being in my bad years, quote unquote, going nine and eight and not being a threat. I didn't really have much use for that in 21 when the Patriots were 10 and seven and made the playoffs, but they didn't really yeah. threaten anybody. And then last year they went eight and nine. Like, I don't give Pittsburgh points for voiding this year. Like, I don't really think there's a whole lot of difference between the, where, where the two teams are right now. You could say that screwed him over in the long run, too, because, you know, you, you just take that big Ben year where his arm is cooked. You finish like yeah. us, you yeah. might have a new guy. And, like. and I, give, I give, now listen, I give Tomlin, not sucking up to you, Tamara, mm-hmm. but I give Tomlin credit for keeping it together, finding ways to win these games when they're 
outplayed in a lot of these games. They find a way at the end because they're tough, yeah. and they play hard for him and all that stuff. I'm not taking that away from Pittsburgh. They have a great, like I said, they have a great program. Well, like the guys are, but I don't think yeah. they're really all that much closer to contention than the Patriots are. No, and, that's and even like, though they're seven yeah. and five, and that's what like you discovered. I think you know, right, going almost into the 2020 season was just like the fear of the middle. Like you know, it's like either be a contender or suck. Like just, but just don't be in the middle. That's the worst place to be because you're never going to get out of the cycle. And by that token, do you hope that that this? I mean, you know, we're not going to. We have no idea what what we're in for next offseason, but. Is this a one? You know, is this your chance right here to like? You know, you're not. You don't want to be back at the draft. You want to get this top pick, and you know where you're going to be in the second round, etc., all the way down. And you don't have to be back here. You get the pieces, and now you know we can get to back to content. I don't know. It's a, it's a huge lift. We'll see how how it unfolds with with everything now that we're we're getting ready to face here in the offseason. What I think is super interesting is that this will be Juju's first time playing the Steelers since he left. He said that in the locker room yesterday. Um, Big game from Juju. One, one catch, <laughs> seven yards. Uh, I'm looking, you know what? I'm looking <laughs> no, for a buck, no. buck fifty from Juju. You know this what week. cracks me up in regards to that? We I don't think we said once that J.C. Jackson was playing the Chargers and no. like made any comment last mm-hmm. week about J.C. Jackson playing against the team that you know just. Uh, I also get rid of him didn't think enough. that like, he played as well as people sort of like he settled in now and had a great oh, good game. Oh, like oh. I I no. didn't see that. I saw him chasing a lot. Yeah, in yeah, that no. game, Jonathan Jones. I thought was really good in that game. He was. I thought Bryant was competitive in that game. Jonathan Jones especially, though. I thought he was really good. Mills made a couple of plays in the Chargers game that I haven't really seen all year. I didn't see that really from Jackson. I thought he had one play that he had pretty good coverage on. He let you know about it. And he let everybody everybody know after the pass was incomplete. All right. Well, our our food is here. So uh, we're going to take a little bit of an early break here and eat, and then uh, we'll be right back after this messages. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade and slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. What's up, everybody? Bailey Zappi had his press conference with the media yesterday. Let's listen to what he had to say. What are your thoughts about a game in Pittsburgh on Thursday? I'm excited. Um, you know, it's a good opportunity for us to go out there and, you know, play as a team, play complimentary football, and you know, start playing well as an offense. So I'm excited. What did you learn from Sunday, and what can you take into Thursday now with that next next start? Yeah, um, there was some, you know, some misreads by me, some misthrows by me. Um, There's some things that you know I can, you know, better ball placement, things like that. Um, so just been working on that stuff as much as possible today and tomorrow before we head off and try to get ready for Thursday. Um, I mean, I guess so, because you don't get as much physical reps as more mental, but um, we try as much as possible, like before or after walkthroughs or whatever we do, to try to just go out there and throw as much as possible, whether it's just walking through, just standing there, just, you know, just try to throw the ball around. You sound a little hoarse. Are you sick at all? No, I got a horse after the game. I was screaming and everything. (laughs) Trying to make sure everybody can hear me out there. What's, um, when you look back at the tape, something you felt like you did better upon review? 
Um, I would say like the operation as a whole was pretty well by the offense. Um, you know, we never really had, you know, any questions about the plays or anything like that. We got in the huddle, we broke the huddle, we got to the line and, you know, we were rolling. Um, so I think the whole operation, of course, you know, I think there was two or three instances where, you know, we can fix and move it on to the next game. But other than that, I think it was pretty solid. You're the free snap operation, Bailey. How much more comfortable are you, confident are you, with alerts, making the pre-snap reads and adjustments that you need to do? There's a lot on the play with the quarterback in the offense. Yeah, I feel like I, I get more and more comfortable every week. Um, the more I watch film of the opponent, that also helps. Um, you know, just the preparation throughout the week and understanding, you know, why we're alerting, why we're killing to plays like that, um, that always helps. So, you know, the short week, you know, that's really the only thing we have to do now is just mental reps. So that's what I'm really diving into right now. Bailey, I noticed in the second half of the game, you took a lot of shots, specifically to Devontae Parker. I was wondering in terms of that connection, is that the kind of thing where if you see him one-on-one, you have the freedom to take those opportunities? Or were there some times where you felt maybe you locked in on him when there were other opportunities on uh, other parts of the field? Yeah, that was something that going into halftime that we talked about, um, that the second half we wanted to push the ball down the field a little bit. And, you know, we have some guys that can, you know, get those 50-50 balls. And, you know, DP is one of those guys where, you know, you kind of put it up anywhere and he has the opportunity to go up and get it. Um, so does Taekwon and so does really everybody else. So I think that was kind of our mindset, how we just wanted to, you know, attack down the field going into the second half. And, you know, kind of like you said, if it's one-on-one, you know, I kind of like my guy better than their guy. So I'm just going to let them go get it. Um, coaches, you know, made it pretty clear, um, but I'll let him, you know, announce it to everybody. That's you know private right now, and then whenever he announces it, that's that's with him. What would you say you learned about yourself this season? Um, well, you know, a lot, I guess. Uh, a lot of things that I can grow on. A lot of things that you know I can improve on. Um, but you know, like I would like to say around here is taking it day by day, and that's just. You know, it's very cliche to say that, but, you know, every day there's something that you can get better at, whether it's, you know, mental things or, you know, physical things, throwing and stuff like that. And there's always ways to get better. And that's kind of how I do it. Yeah, Sunday was your first start of the season. How much did the opportunity mean to you, especially given, you know, with, you know, not being here on cut day, cut down day? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's been a long ride, of course. Um, So to be out there um, was an amazing opportunity. You know, we didn't get the, you know, the result that we wanted. So hopefully we can, you know, learn from it, grow from it, and going into Thursday, do everything we can to, you know, do everything I can to put the team in the best possible situation, you know, to win the game. We heard you say on WEI yesterday that you confirmed you had multiple offers. Getting this opportunity to start the patients, does it feel like you kind of made that right decision to stick around? Yeah, 100%. You know, this is the place I wanted to be. Um, I wanted to play for OB. I wanted to play for Coach Belichick, and I wanted to play with the – you know, the guys that I've built a relationship with over the last, you know, year and a half, two years. So um, this is where I wanted to be. Frustration might not be the right word, but where are you at with you guys feel like you do a lot of good things in the game you probably did and that just breaking that barrier, just starting to knock on, put the ball in and get points. How close do you feel that you guys are as a unit to do Yeah, we're close. Um, we talk about that a lot. You know, it's just one or two things, you know, that, you know, that happened that, you know, kind of alter from you from scoring. And we just got to fix those one or two things. And once we do that, I feel like we'll be able to start putting points on the board. Billy, obviously you guys want to go ahead and do what's best for the team, but how do you look at these next few weeks just for you as your, your future in the NFL? Uh, what are you for? Yeah, I mean, 
nobody really, you know, ask any questions when you start winning. So as long as we just go out there and, you know, do the best we can and put points on the board as far as an offense and start winning as a team, um, I think, you know, that'll all kind of handle itself. Bailey, the fact that you're up at the podium today and there's not as much uncertainty from a public perspective there of who's the guy right now, how much does that kind of help you just embrace that role? Yeah, I mean, that helps. Um, you know, like I said, I'll wait for the uh, official announcement from Coach, but, um, you know, I try to prepare every week, you know, like I'm the guy, so you know, not, nothing different for me. How much does it help you improve that <clears throat> from start to finish in the last game, you were under center the whole time, and now going into this week of preparation and meetings, film, practice, what time you guys have before you leave for Pittsburgh, that you're the guy that's leading the offense at quarterback now? Yeah, I mean, it, of course it's different, um, but, you know, you gotta, you got to approach every week. You know, like Coach always says, everybody has to be ready to play. So you have to be ready no matter what. You got to prepare like you're going to be thrown in there, whether it's the second play or whether it's the last play. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the mentality that we have here. And, you know, just no matter what's going on, you just prepare to play. Billy, what time was it when you first started looking at the Steelers? Um, probably Sunday night is when I kind of looked back at their Cardinals game. 11? I mean... 30. <laughs> Probably like 4.30 in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> Sometime after our game. How about playing there? Like in that atmosphere, David was talking about it. Uh, road game in Pittsburgh Thursday night. I'm looking forward to that atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I was able to be there last year. Of course, I was inactive last year. So I got to, you know, kind of see it from outside view, like kind of like a fan view. Um, and it was pretty awesome. Um, you know, that field, I don't know, what was it? At, at Cruiser? Acrisure, Heinz Field. Um, I mean, it's pretty legendary. Um, so the Steelers organization is an awesome organization. They've been good for a long time. So to be able to play them at their places, you know, it's pretty unreal. What were those conversations like with Bill O'Brien on the sideline during the game? I know you said yesterday on the radio that your relationship with him has grown a lot over these last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of back and forth. Whatever he sees, he lets me know. And then, you know, if I'm seeing something on the field that, you know, if they've showed it on film or haven't shown it on film, I'm kind of giving him that, you know, just throwing each other off, you know, throwing stuff off each other's brains. And just, you know, most majority of the time it's, you know, after the series, we're looking at the iPads. Um, you know, if I miss a read or miss a, you know, miss a coverage, you know, he shows me like what I can look at better or what I can, you know, what tendencies that they're showing that can kind of help me pre-snap. Um, so it's just kind of dissecting the previous drive and then kind of moving on on what we're going to do the next drive. What do you feel like your your comfort level is throwing to Juju, Parker, you know, some of those guys that maybe you didn't have as many reps in the summer at times? Yeah, I'm comfortable with those guys, 100%. Um, you know, they're great players, and, you know, it makes it easy for a guy, you know, for a quarterback. You can just put it really anywhere, and those guys are going to, you know, make a play on it. So, you know, those guys are good receivers, and I'm excited to be, you know, be thrown to those guys. How do you go about handling the pressure and not making something too big where that it, you know it becomes a hindrance? Yeah, I mean, um, control what you can control. So it's you know that's what we say around here, I guess. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not really big into those things. Like, I'm really cool, calm, and collected. That's kind of how you know my dad, you know, brought me up. My my mom brought me up, so I don't really try to dive into you know, trying to overwhelm myself or anything like that. I try to control what I can control. And whatever my read is, I try to do my read. And if something happens and I, you know, make a mistake, I try to go back and learn from it. Um, you know, I try to really not dive into it and ride the roller coaster. I just try to stay, you know, level. Thanks, Thanks Matt.
when someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. And now, great moments in... History. He's saying, oh, woohoo, Fred's back. Does that mean we will get American emails read today? Oh. So are you favoring sense. the out-of-country emails? Yes. I read the, I read the good ones that come in. It's like that guy in... Oh. The guy, the guy so in... No Nord. American ones are good. No, I read... Yes. No, gyms yes. aren't good. I read the good ones that come in. It's like the guy in Norwood, Fred, that yeah. was originally from the UK. Yeah. Eric doesn't like him. Like, why would you ever go from there to here? Right, Fred. I can't wait till the next time you're not here because I'm not hosting. Oh. oh, tough, tough guy Paul can you, go sit you in that seat do, and, and going to let him do that. Well, you guys can fight it. Tough out. guy Paul can sit over you're, there and bring the all the energy he wants. <laughs> you're the boss. Ooh, Eric is upset. So take some vacation next week. What? Tough what? guy I, Paul can sit over there what? and bring never, all the energy he wants. I never dug a hole before. It's yeah. not that hard to read emails and take calls. I'll do it the next time. All right. No, no problem. Is that the energy you're looking for? That's another great moment from... Believe it or not, it's officially December, and with the holidays right around the corner, you might be realizing your house needs a holiday spruce. With Bob's Discount Furniture's unbelievable prices and flexible financing on mattresses, furniture, decor, and more, you're sure to impress your guests with comfort and style. Get the ultimate home team advantage with Bob's, the official furniture store of the New England Patriots. A pretty good job by me on that read, I think. No, not uh, a great. A couple, couple bobbles in the couple middle. Couple bobbles in the middle. I don't know. A little, little pitchy dog. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> B minus. I'm still trying to. I don't know. They're probably right. Did you hear the way Eric talked to me? Oh, man. That tough guy. <laughs> Called you, you tough guy and twice. You, and you wonder why he has not reached out and talked to me since he left. <laughs> I don't know where you're from, Paul, but those are fighting words out in Holliston. <laughs> the sticks of Holliston out there. Oh, tough yeah. guy. He used to get so mad when, when Fred started picking on him. And if I jumped in, oh, it, it was way worse. He would look you. at me and goes, it's way worse coming from you <laughs> wouldn't it be kind of fun to bring eric back just like for right now and like a random show just like so what do you what do you think of the patriots what have you been doing i think it would be great to find out if he knows what their record is <laughs> right he probably has no idea do you have any no. i bet he completely, completely tuned out completely tuned out yep probably uh oh we got a question here no i won't uh we'll get back to him uh <laughs> i think eldred heard, heard us say his name earlier he's uh he's on the phone now hey eldred what's going on hey fellas how y'all doing Hi. Okay, I got uh, two questions. Okay. Did y'all believe anything uh, he just said? Who that? About a couple uh, about a couple of things, get right, that we can score, we can win. Oh. No. no. Oh, you're talking about Zappy's, Zappy's uh, press conference? We weren't, we weren't, yeah, yeah, we weren't listening yeah, to it they, live. But. Yeah, they were, clo- they were probably close a couple of times to being able to get in position to score some points. Were they close to scoring 30? You know, in being a, no. a representable offense, no representative. I, I don't think so. I don't believe that. And uh, and and Paul, I'm, I'm gonna sell you on Michael Penny. Okay, <laughs> strong arm, throws in, in the rain and the wind in Washington. Agreed. Do like New England. Absolutely agree. Pinpoint accuracy, short, long, and deep, and uh, smooth. Uh, agree. Yeah. Agree for the most part. Agreed. I like I like Penix. Agree. Yeah, but see, like I said, if, if I want Caleb, if we get Caleb, fine. But if we win and we lose those, those three quarterbacks, those three right there, you know, that's going to be something else. And, and also uh, think I it's in- – Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I thought you were done. I, I apologize. Go ahead. 
finish. You I'm done. Finish. I'm done. Yeah, I also think it was interesting that um, a lot of people were talking about Shador Sanders and Shador Shador. Um, that <laughs> no, he says he's <laughs> he says he says he's staying, yeah. but a lot of the. Um, I don't know if they're current GMs, personnel guys, but the the word is that if he did come out, he would unequivocally be the third quarterback behind Williams and Mack. Got a lot of people decommitting from Colorado too. Yeah, so. yeah. So but I mean, the word the word is he's absolutely staying for another year at Colorado. But I just thought it was interesting that people. I don't look at him that way. Um, I think he's I, I think he's an intriguing prospect, but I'm not sure I would put him in with with Williams and May. As you know, the slot him in. I, I mean, I like Daniels a lot better than than Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Go ahead, What's Elliot. so intriguing about May? Because I see May. Like I said, I'm down here in North Carolina. I see the ACC, and he's not. To me, he's not that impressive. No. He's not. And especially when Florida State got a hold of that butt. You know, he's just not. <laughs> but I can't see the intrigue. No. Yeah, I think he is a good combination of. Uh, Thanks, Elder. You know, mobility, uh, not that he is like Michael Vick, but, you know, good combination of mobility, size, uh, you know, pocket presence, uh, arm strength. I think he has I, – I mean, to me, there's no comparison between him and Williams. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why people really like Drake May. I, I can see there's a lot there to like. Yeah. Yeah, I think – I agree with Paul. I think he's intriguing. I think he has, like, a bunch of different tools in his tool belt that I think – you know, with time and the right coaching, they could make him great. Um, but it's just tough right I'm, now, I'm, I think. I'm going to be real. Mitch Trubisky ruined all quarterbacks from <laughs> UNC for me. Uh, that's, that's, that's a fair statement. I think that's a fair statement. What do you think of C.J. Stroud? He's a baller. Yeah. The, yeah. the guys that preceded him at Ohio State didn't ruin all Ohio no, State quarterbacks for him? <laughs> Justin Fields didn't ruin yeah, it for I just want to make sure you were no, consistent. No, no. So that means you Not. don't like Sam Howell either, then. He's okay. <laughs> I mean, he carved us up, but. Yeah. I, I, I well, he went in the fourth round, right? Yeah, he went late. Yeah, he's so, late pick. yeah. but I, he's but he's a lot smaller than yep. Drake May. Mm-hmm. I right? remember spending like all the twenty twenty one spring like <laughs> he on said those not quarterbacks. <laughs> on those quarterbacks. So I feel like I, I didn't expect to be back here this soon, but I feel like twenty twenty one was kind of like a little bit of a prep for like quarterback research, figuring out what you like and, and I mean I just when you're in the middle of the draft though, you're kinda of stuck I mean middle of the first round, you're stuck with kind of what falls to you, but now it's like well, if you're not aggressive. They've got a real choice. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, of course. But I, you know, now they've got a real choice here, especially if they're at second overall, and and you know, there's there's just a lot to consider. I'll put. I'd rather whiff on Williams and whiff on May. I mean, it's like it's, you got to whiff on one of those guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, whoever we're takes, you be can't a bust, whiff so. on somebody who's like what that I, guy. Like, if you take Caleb Williams and he stinks, I'd rather have that happen than take Drake May and he stinks. Birmingham State. Well, who's this guy? Uh, what? Who are we drafting? <laughs> yeah, long snapper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think you have to be aggressive and yeah. go up and get your guy if if you feel like that he is the one. Um, and I think in this situation, like it's great to have quarter both of those quarterbacks who have multiple tools in their tool belt and they're not just one dimensional. Yeah, May is much bigger than. Howell, by the way, six four six one. Let's go back to the phones. We got Manny down in New Bedford. Hey, Manny. Hey, what's going on? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, hear you. Yep. Hey, uh, what's your take? I know we, we talk about Belichick guy. Uh, there's a chance he's not going to be there next year. But how do we feel about uh, Troy Brown? Um, I'm not really too sold on him. Um, I think there's a lot of hiccups in that wide receiver core. I feel like these receivers are getting no separation. I get it; they're not like the best talent, but. There's a lot of hiccups in that core there. What, what do we yeah. what do we feel about that? I I mean Fred's brought it up a lot. You know, I mean it's it's how can you feel good about any of the offensive coaches right now? I mean nobody's really excelled, and I mean you know Troy's been here for a few years, and you just you haven't really been able to d- develop a wide receiver. I mean I, I although I will say I mean 
you know, Jacoby Myers was pretty good, and he's been pretty good, and, and DeMario Douglas has been okay. I mean, I think if Evan was here, he would, he would you know, push back a little bit on just some of the mis, you know, miscues that, that Douglas has had as, as a rookie, but I think we're all sick of, like, not accepting those. Like, you know, you just, like, look, he's going to make some mistakes. He's a rookie. I'd much rather see him play and make mistakes than not play and make no mistakes, you know? Yeah. I can't tell whether it's bad coaching or bad scouting. Like, were Nikhil Harry and Taquan Thornton just bad picks, or and they are just Thanks, uncoachable, or can but, they be coached? But Troy Brown's not able to give them like, what they need. And, and one thing, like even like Nelson Aguilar, like I've watched him with the Ravens a little bit this year. Looks like a new player. He's <laughs> like a different guy. Like he, did, I'm not to say that he's good. I do but think it's part of it. I think the development part is an element. Now they probably missed on both of those guys that you mentioned with Harry and and Thornton, but. Yeah. If they went somewhere else, might they be more effective? Goes both ways. Uh, I, I I hate to say it, but I just like I I would love to see Taekwon Thornton just do something. Like I don't know, he just he seemed like he was finally on the verge last week, and like I, I kind of have, have given up hope on him. Um, you know, but as I said on the show yesterday, like it just I think they could use him better. Like I just I think he has something, and and that's like I almost wonder yeah. with like a Nelson Aguilar, like if you had him in the right system and he look and he was in the right spots, like could he contribute? Like he's the only one right now with with Douglas out that looks like. He moves like an NFL receiver. Everybody else is kind of plotting and. But do you think direct. that there'll be any chance of him being like a real threat consistently? You know, six, no. seven, eight catches a game. No, I think he's probably a ceiling of like a like a like Bethel last Johnson. week. Like last week, he catches that ball. Yeah, that to me, that's his ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I just like to see that. I guess is was. Oh no, I what, that would what be it better would be. than what we're getting. But again, to your point, I think third third or fourth receiver, like a guy with some speed and some length, but you know somebody that it feels like you definitely have to avoid putting him in you know double moves yeah. and you know things where he has to run nuanced routes. Like he just it doesn't. I heard Phil seem Perry like talking about that yesterday and about how you know he talked to numerous personnel guys after that draft yeah. who all told him that he was a fifth round pick at best that's what we said um and I don't get it you know it just wasn't their guy like it's not their kind of guy like and i mean it's just that whole draft was was a head scratcher now in, in retrospective but i don't know you always like they take those guys and you're like all right i don't see it but i'll let them go out on the field and see it and i mean kind of the same was strange but then, well, then they it gets confirmed well, that, yeah. that nice uh, pick is tomorrow so, yeah, who, who, he was an option. So but even even Pierce is, you know, made made more plays Looks down like the players, field. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, and uh, and Sky Moore is is a totally different kind of player. He's more of a like a versatile Mecole Hardman kind of guy. Right, like but they, but they find ways to run some some run the ball with him a little bit, like they did with Taekwon last week. He's not going to be a huge volume guy for the Chiefs, but he's you know he's he's been active for them. But it's like, you and know, he's been a little disappointing for Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, but there's been a few guys like that. And I mean, last year they, they won the Super Bowl kind of with that same kind of like you have the core of Kelsey and Mahomes. And, you know, when they got to have it moments nine times out of ten, they're yeah, going to have it. a touchdown in the Super Bowl. But, you know, but then you have the complementary pieces that you never quite know who's going to do what. And, you know, I think in that kind of thing, when you have, you know, maybe yeah. to the Patriots point, my guys get been those pretty guys. good for them. That, that you, you and Evan yelled at me and told who, me to who? stay over in the corner. Who is that? Was she Rice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I didn't see it. I don't see it. I didn't oh, see they, it. They went <laughs> go over like there. You don't grind. I, you don't grind tape like me. Go go over there. All twenty two. I didn't grind it, but uh, no, I you know I don't. Know. We're getting ready to get into all this again. I just I can't. I'm wait. not. I can't wait. <laughs> no, that's what that's the best part about picking in the top five or top three. Hopefully, is you don't have to do that. No, it's gonna be this guy. Or this guy. I mean, like that's why like I don't want to like commit to a guy right now. Like I feel like. 
you know, Eldred's like, he's on, all right, you're a Penix guy from now, from here to four. Uh, yeah, I don't know how, why he thought um, that I was, like, anti. I, I'm not picking Penix at two. I'm anti-Penix. But I, yeah. I think he's fine. I just yeah. I don't look at him like Caleb Williams. I don't really think that's a shot at Michael Penix. Two I don't ACLs think he has that shoulder. kind of. I don't. That's what scares me. Injuries. Yeah. Well, we got so a great offensive line. You guys know a lot about injuries. Like, the two ACL part of it, does that make him more susceptible to tearing an ACL? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Ha- I, I asked that without. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, look, and I don't know the answer on that either. I would. I mean, my question would be: Does he take unnecessary hits? Is he, you know, does, does he, he break down? He, does he not protect himself well? Like that. That would be more the question. I don't think just in and of having an injury necessarily makes it that he's going to get it again. But does it signal some kind of, you know, I don't. I don't even know what 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 kind Could of place be. they were happening on. You Could know. Be. I feel like you would have to get him in an offense that, one, has a good offensive line, so he doesn't feel like he has to run for his life every single time. <laughs> but then, two, I feel like he, could, he couldn't be in a system where, like, he was designed to run a bunch like Justin Fields. I feel like you would probably have to protect him a little bit more, kind of like what the Bills are trying to do with Josh yeah. Allen, where they're like, I don't want you running Trying. for your life Trying. every single play. Yeah. <laughs> Mike McCarthy had to have an emergency appendectomy today. Oh. Showing up Sunday, though. Oh, yeah, boy. he plans on uh, coaching Sunday. I wonder if his doctors would agree with that. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Let's go uh, down to Australia. Neek, what's going on, Neek? Hey, bo- hey, guys, how are you? Good. I just got a question for Paul and uh, oh. Mike. Um, oh. All right. Hypothetically, if they draft, say, Williams or May and then get a receiver, is it going to look any different with Billy O'Brien running the offense, or do you guys think they need to get someone else in with a new scheme, like Ben Johnson or someone else? Yeah. Seems like uh, Billy O'Brien's scheme seems a bit past, and the only player that could run it was Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I would like to see the scheme yeah. change. I don't mind if Bill O'Brien changes scheme and he stays, but I don't want to run the Ronnie Hart offense anymore. I'm kind of done with that. I, I that mean, they've been running for 20 plus years. Now they won six Super Bowls with that offense. Not diminishing it, I just think that it's kind of. Past its uh, exploration. Well, it's just like, what about the offenses doesn't work? You know, that's, I guess, what. I think relying on the pinpoint uh, decision making of the quarterback and receiver on every play is too much. Something that is kind of proven to be unique to Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, you can have a lot of success when the guy is flawless running the operation. And, And when he is. You, you tend to put it more on the receivers that the receivers right. can't pick the offense up. So, and then I, I looked at it this way. I was, I was starting to think about this a little bit. You remember how we used to have fun? You know, Tease, you, you were probably a little younger, um, you know, when some of these guys, but when it was like Donald Hayes coming in and, uh, you know, Joey Galloway and Torrey Holt and Reggie Wayne, and it was like, <laughs> Chad Ochocinco, <laughs> dummies. <laughs> they can't get, now no one can get it. Now no one gets Not it. even the quarterbacks. No, I'm it. talking about the receivers. Like, no one really is making the right choice. You know, Evan is coming in every Tuesday, and we're talking about DeMario Douglas. Looked like he kind of was in the wrong spot. Or uh, Tyquan Thornton is stumbling coming out of his route because he looks a little unsure of himself. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it's because these guys aren't any good, and those guys were obvious. I mean, when we're talking about Joey Galloway and Torrey Holt and Reggie Wayne, those are three guys with Hall of Fame talent. Now, they're not all in the Hall of Fame, but they're Hall of Fame talents. They knew how to play. Ocho Cinco knew how to play. Maybe this is just a little too hard on everybody, you know, and it wasn't for everybody. It was more for a unique skill set uh, of guys, you know, and I just 
that like when you ask me what about the offense yeah. do you not want to I don't want to rely on you know everybody being on the same page pre and post snap yeah yeah when I mean I, I think we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago but I mean I tie it again to like last year and like the notion of we're going to simplify the offense now I think that got lost in the fact that it was Matt Patricia and Joe Judge doing the job of simplifying the offense but I think all of us yeah. were it's kind one of thing attracted I won't, to it's that. It's one thing I won't criticize Belichick for. I think he recognized the fact that he needed to change the offense a little bit. I only criticize how he tried to do it. And, and so how did that how did that manifest itself now with Bill O'Brien? Did they just say, well, we're getting complicated again because it's Bill O'Brien and that's just kind of what he does? Or did they say, look, you know, it didn't yeah. work great last year, but we want to keep it simple? It was my contention that they had to change the offense when O'Brien and, I mean, uh, Judge and Patricia were here because they didn't know the offense right. to, to implement it. Whereas O'Brien's back, he can do the same offense because he already ran it. Which makes me wonder if, you know, if Bill was to, to stick around in, you know, in, in one of these uh, different universes, like in the, <laughs> the multiverse, multiverse of Patriots 2024 multiverse. You know, there is one multiverse where Bill is here for sure. Uh, you know, would he go? Would he try to simplify again? Yeah. Or, you know, they what, also like, didn't change the offense all that much, by the way. I mean, just according to the offensive linemen. Right. Like, but I don't know. There's just so much to offenses. And I mean, we, you know, it would be great to get an offensive coordinator in here and somebody who could actually tell you, like, you know, how they were trying to simplify it. Was it just find a new you know? system and, and have someone come in that knows the system and then everybody's on the same level? You implement it from the ground floor. Well, it always sounds great when you have, um, like, the Air Coriel offense, I think, is one where it's just like, it's a six five two. So like you know, you just the guy, the, the first guy runs a six route. This guy runs a five. And this guy runs a two. You know, like it just like it, it makes instant sense to you. And then when you hear some of like the Patriots stuff and how fluid it is, and you know, if it's this, you got to go there, and if it's that, you got to go here. And that's and what I'm talking about. And I know there's an element of option routes to all these systems. You know, it's not always automatic, but I do feel like there's more on the quarterback, especially, but the quarterback and the receiver to make those decisions on the fly. I think that. That makes it a little bit more uh, challenging and for I feel these like guys. The, these, the what they have right now, they're not capable of doing those things on the fly. Like I feel like, just I mean, you saw it in Zappy too, like where there were so many opportunities where he could have gotten a de delay of game, but just missed it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's why the wide receivers have been so confused and in the wrong spot or in the same spot as somebody else. It just got dumb it down a little. And how yeah. many times do you feel like this offense has just been like? snap catch throw completion like you know what i mean like just happening that quick like it it just feels like those plays are gone and mm -hmm. it's always like going through a progression and the chaos happening and, uh, and then the last second they, yeah. they kind of get it off <laughs> oh boy drop screen <laughs> <laughs> well we got lots of emails coming in screen, here screen slant runoff tackle lots lots Fun. of emails hitting them in the hands many emails them. here why don't you read oh, some, okay Mike? thank you paul i was trying to cue you there uh kyle from pembroke Good afternoon. I think benching Ryland would be a mistake. It's obviously struggling and having an experienced kicker on the practice squad to talk to. Could be valuable, but just like basketball, he needs to be, uh, see one go in to start building back up his confidence, especially as a rookie. I um, like that comparison because I feel like, you know, a three-point shooter, if you're just having like an off couple of games, I feel like it can be tough if you get yanked and then you just don't see the court again for six games because I feel like you lose your flow. You get cold. And once again, what's the worst that happens if he keeps – like, we're going to lose? Like, it's different if this was happening. <laughs> well, that's what I said. Good. If they were 10-2, and two, I would totally understand. Yeah. Like, we, this is going to cost us a game here. You know, we have to, we can't we can't afford it. They can't afford to play mm -hmm. through a young guy's struggles. Yeah, just yep. – I mean, you, you, you spent the pick on him. Right. So, let's see what we can do with it. 
Uh, Alex in Raleigh, North Carolina. I want to write in and say that the old dog Belichick needs some new tricks. I don't want to see him bringing back Josh. I don't want to see him trade out of the top three, which is where we will end up this season. I don't want to see him bringing back old QBs who he tried to work before. I saw a tweet, which I know doesn't mean much, that The Athletic says, if Belichick is still around, he could end up bringing back Jimmy G as our quarterback upon being released from the Raiders. A lot of what-ifs here, but if this happens, Bill needs to go immediately. Okay. Yeah. I don't think there's any chance. I did see that report nah. like last week. I don't think there's any no, chance. No, and that was like a like a throwaway line in, in a Jeff Howe thing that he was just kind of uh, positing like, like bait, any things kind. that could happen. <laughs> see, I, something that would be intriguing for a vet is maybe Kirk off the Achilles. Oh, yeah. That's something that like – you know, maybe you take Maserati Marv, and then you get the the old guy. <laughs> Maserati Marv. Maserati Marv. No, I don't know. Just Kirk. He's. I've never been that much of a fan of him, but no, that might be, you might be able to. Me get him neither. On the but he would obviously be the best available yeah. of the veterans. Oh, he's getting a little love here on the email. It just uh, is from Christian with a T I A N says more Matisse, less pin pull Lazar. All right. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Christian. You should send. Uh, Send Evan a little text on it. Of course. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to him. I will. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we got a little conspiracy theory here from Moises. Oh, I love it. Uh, is there any validity to my theory that Belichick wanted to tank on the 2020 season? The fan base would have excused a bad season because the COVID season was weird. The Pats went through free agency in a draft without adding talent to an offensive roster that I think is worse than the current roster at their best. Did they think Jarrett Stidham could be the starter in the league, or did they, not, did they know no one would want to sign Cam Newton? Was Cam signed to make it seem like they were at least trying to win, but Cam played better with that team than they thought he would. And let's not forget, the offense consisted of Demir Bird, Nikhil Harry, 34-year-old Julian Edelman, Devin Asiasi, Dalton Keene, and Ryan freaking Izzo. Sorry, Claire. Yeah, no, they, we wanted him to, I right? Think, I, yeah, I think people wanted them to to tank, and he wouldn't. I think I also always how say how did this, that team win that many games though? Now, like Cam that, that a seems, dog. Like this team seems like an all star team. They were <laughs> like it, at least it was like I mean I say it was miserable last year, but looking back, it was kind of fun. But all I say is what was that? The Trevor Lawrence here, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I don't, I don't, if you get the first round pick, gun to your head. I don't know if Bill takes Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry. I if they got the number one overall yeah, pick, I don't. Oh, know. He would have taken. Trevor oh, Lawrence. I just don't know. If oh. it was the number one overall pick, he would have. You got to. Yeah. Now, I'm not telling you he would have taken any of the other three, uh, the other four if he was higher than 15. I don't know what, what like, when or if he would have taken any of those four. Mm -hmm. But if he got number one, he would have taken Trevor Lawrence. He would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> but would it be the same situation? That's all we're saying. Yeah. Uh, back to the phones. Jody down in Atlanta. Hey, Jody. Hey, what's up, guys? Much. How are you? Um, I'm oh, doing good. Oh, I have a little scenario we hadn't talked about very much on here, um, but – is there a scenario where, uh, and I'm not saying I, I want this to happen, but I could just see it happening, that they make Bill O'Brien the head coach because he has familiarity with the with the system that's, you know, how the Patriot way is, and uh, crafts are comfortable with him. Then they promote uh, Dry Mayo to D coordinator, and we kind of see almost like a run back with the same staff um, instead of, instead of going outside and getting people from outside the organization. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the possibility for that would be the opposite of that. Mayo is the head coach, and they keep O'Brien as the mm -hmm. offensive coordinator. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but I do – I think it's on the table. I feel like it's on the table. Um, I just wouldn't want the Patriot way and the same staff to still be here. I think some people need to be switched up, like, per, like for example, Troy Brown. Um, I think that – changes needed i don't know if it's in the scouting department or you know different positions on staff but i think that 
you could end up with the same type of bad roster, bad team if you just keep everything the same and remove Bill. Thanks, Jody. Appreciate it's it. It's in play, Jody. Yeah. I, I mean, I do. I think there's a chance that Bill Belichick is among the only ones to go. I, you know, there'll be others to go, but I could see them keeping a structure. But of I like O'Brien your thing, Paul. And Mayo. I like your thing, where you just like have to point out. And I'll read an email here in a second. You know, like you're you're just gonna take out the best part, the best part, and expect it to be different. Like to me, the mm-hmm. best part of everything that they have right now is Belichick's football mind. Mm-hmm. You know, because. I, I believe me, I take as many shots as everybody else. I don't ever say that Bill doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to X's and O's in football. I don't. I've never said that, and I never will. So you've taken that part out of the equation by leaving everybody else here. Yeah. I would not do that. Well, Trent from uh, Sylvan Lake uh, feels kind of similar. Uh, he says, although, uh, he says, uh, the Bill hate is unreal. Why would you ever fire a defensive-minded head coach and then replace him with his own D.C.? It makes zero sense. Nobody even knows what Mayo does for this team, but don't let that stop all the spoiled fans from wanting him. Either keep Bill in the defense that he has built and successfully run, which would be my vote, or do an entire teardown and start from scratch. Yeah, in fairness, I think that's what most people want, is the entire uh, yeah. teardown from scratch. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is one. This is to you, Paul. Uh, and this is continuing along. Uh, Paul, do you really think with one of these rookie QBs next season, this team could go 2-10 and 10 again? Come on, bud. That's crazy. Bill has never gone two and ten before, and the, and with a real QB, the team would be a playoff contender this season. So why blame it all on Bill? Um, what are we talking about next year's record? I never never seen uh, anything about next year's record. I don't know. He called you Bud though. Come no, on, Bud. but I mean, I did I say that if they take Caleb Williams, they're going to go two and ten again next year? I don't know. No, how, how no, ready he said. Do you think if we take him, we'll go two and ten? Can I see what else do they do? If if you that. put Caleb Williams on this team. This current roster, you have a good chance of going 2-10. and ten. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I don't think this is all Mac Jones' fault. I've never said that. Yeah, I think I'm with a, you. I think it's a lot of Mac Jones' fault, <laughs> but I don't think it's all <laughs> Mac Jones' fault. Uh, back to the phones. Jafar's out in Minnesota. Hey, Jafar. Hey, this is the first time calling in. Uh, nice. been listening for about seven years. And I heard on a podcast not that long ago you guys were talking about putting everything on Mac Jones and, you know, maybe they're doing too much. But I feel that most quarterbacks that have won in the past, who knows, 10 years, they know how to do everything in terms of reading the defense and making the right checks. And I feel like everything is on them. But I don't know if Bill Belichick has been doing too much too early with these quarterbacks. I feel that in order for you to win the Super Bowl, you need to have everything on you. You know, you need to have multiple plays that you can check to correctly. But I just don't know if we do that too soon or if there's too much too early but i feel like it's a give and take on that um i could take that like off the air yeah hit you far i think a lot of that's in play mike what do you think i mean like i, I already talked about how i think it's a little complicated the um, system yeah no it, it is i just i mean i wish i knew more i think is what you know i wish i could really pull out the threads and, and really know, what, oh, you know, ask me. I'll let you know how complicated it is I, I mean I you know I hear everything you say and I mean I, I think it was something I always liked about the you know the Patriots offense and you know in theory was like I think it's ideal to imagine that your offense can adjust after the snap to what the defense does and you know I think in a perfect world once you're able to execute that it's hard to go back and just say let's just do what we do I mean and certainly they're getting the the feedback now based on the performances that guys can't really do it. And so, 
at some point you have to just say, look, we don't have the team that can that can execute this anymore. Right. As much as it feels like it would be ideal to be able to challenge defenses that way, so that no matter what they're spinning on us post snap, we have you know a bunch of players that can all adjust. But it just seems too far away. Everything seems disjointed. They're not able to stack drives. I mean, you know, they have a historic level of points right now in a bad way. So, but is the answer just to completely scrap the system and go back to, you know, and, and completely go to something different that, you know, with new coaches, I mean, maybe, you know, that, that might be what it has to be. Yeah. And it's going to depend on how um, the crafts want to proceed. You know, if, if they in fact move on from Belichick, what they want, what they're comfortable with. But yeah, I, I, if you're asking me what I would rather have, it would be a complete um, tear down and start over. And and I would understand and recognize that that's probably going to mean back to the guy who think I, don't know, I think he thinks he was making fun of me, but I, I agree with it. Like you're probably going to struggle again next year. Yeah. You know, and if the if the rookie quarterback is really good, that maybe you you win six games. You know, instead of two that they have now. But I, I don't have any illusions that you're just going to like make a whole new system and snap your fingers and be a contender. I mean, you got it takes time. The best scenario for a rookie quarterback would be the Texans right now. Just like new coach, new, new right. quarterback. Right. And, and, and this, and and, you know, I, I think that the, and I know the AFC South is like record wise, they're doing much better, but I don't think it's a great division. I think Tennessee's terrible. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I, I think that the Colts are much like the, the Texans benefiting from, you know, like, the best team in that division is not unbeatable. You know what I mean? Like, So you, you can go into a game with Jacksonville and you can expect to win it. You know, you might not win. I think Jacksonville is the best team in that division. You've you got, you know, games that could go either way against the, in the other four games. I, I, and I also think the Patriots could benefit from that a little bit next year because you're going to get the fourth-place team in, in uh, a couple of divisions um, plus the, the NFC one, right? Like those games that need to be decided – like they'll play. What are the divisions they play next year, Mike? Um, I, I, they play the West. North. I, they play the AFC NFC North. Get off my top of my head. I gotta look. NFC West. <laughs> In the NFC West, but I mean, what are, what are the so so twenty twenty four? They play. Um, yeah, they play the AFC South. Okay, so they play the South next year. So they'll get the fourth place team in the AFC North and the fourth place team in the AFC West, plus the fourth place team in the NFC division that they don't play. You know, whatever the rotation is. So. That's three games against fellow last place teams. Mm -hmm. That can help you. You know that can that can help you sort of, uh, you know, like I said, go from two or three wins to five or six. So Chad's got a game. I, I kind of like this one. Uh, would you rather get the rookie QB of your choosing, but you have to stick with BB, or get the wide receiver of your choosing and they have an MVP season, but you have to figure out the HC and the QB situation in free agency or elsewhere, not the draft? I, I have the. Hmm. He turns out to be a great receiver. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, I'll Same. take the the known commodity but, of a great player. I'll take. And what, like, what if you get the quarterback and it's just the same thing? Right, you're, you're not getting yeah. him the help he needs. And now we're talking about this in 2028. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, and I and I would be scared that he would be mishandled again and not given the proper resources to be great, like you know, offensive line help and talent um, around him, like weapons and everything. So I would definitely have to go with the wide receiver. I feel like that's a safer bet. All right, we got another game here. Love um, games. Good job. Good job, peeps. Um, gosh, he said, man. He said, I, I came up with a quick guess who game. 
that will hopefully lift up everyone's spirits, especially Mike. Do I seem down today? Yes. <laughs> you always seem down. Like depressed. You uh, are wicked handsome, though. <laughs> I say that all the time. Paul, you're, you're making me blush. I know. Uh, all right, Patriot number one. This is uh, yeah, There's going to be some hints. Um, Matisse, you're on the spot here. I don't know if you're going to be able to get any of these. Uh, I played at, at tight end for the Patriots for nine years wearing 87. Oh shit! Is that a trick question. No, you can. Did you just say? Oh, <laughs> uh, you can. You oh, can, you're only allowed one guess. So if you're wrong, you're wrong. All right, you want hint two? Hint two. Uh, oh yeah, go for hey, it. Yeah. I ended oh, my okay. career with only playing for one other team outside of the Patriot organization. Okay, so I'm going to say Ben Coates. Yeah, I was leaning Ben Coates. Ding too. ding ding. Although Gronk would be was, I mean, yeah, not trick question. I don't think he did nine, but but one team and yeah, good good Paul. Ben good. So uh, that's what he was probably looking for. Is trying to, to obviously say Gronk. I thought the obvious was, was Coates. I didn't <laughs> uh, even think. I of knew Gronk. it was one of the two. That was typical Paul with the CTE. <laughs> I forget the guy <laughs> who right just to the played. The 90s, <laughs> and I go right back to my era. Uh, hit number one. I wore number twenty-four for the Patriots during my tenure. All right, so you can process some of those names. See, now I'm ignoring Stephon Gilmore and thinking <laughs> Ty Law, but go ahead. After Same. leaving the Patriots, I went on to play corner for three more teams in the NFL. Ty Law. Yeah, Ty Law. No. The great Ty Law. No. Okay, I'm out. Out of my whole time spent in New England, there were only two years I made the Pro Bowl and first team All-Pro, and only one season where I was the league leader in INTs. I think you – I believe in you. I believe in you. Wait, I know this one. At number 24, he's a cornerback. Not too long ago. You can do it, Tamara. Is it JC? No. No, he's 24. Who? Stephon Gilmore. I said it was Inawaro Gilmore. (laughs) Reverse trick right here. It wasn't a reverse oh, trick. <laughs> I really, I, I should, wanted to, I, I wanted that for you. For I wanted one. that for you. He's uh, played for three teams since. Oh yeah. We gave him away yeah. for a bag of chips. Yeah, Panthers, Colts, and Cowboys. Bag of yeah. chips, Matisse. Yeah, yeah. A bag of chips. I'm the best corner on this team. Uh, Nobody right. on this planet's better than me. <laughs> He's so humble. Um, <laughs> hint one: I signed with the Patriots after playing with the Dolphins. Oh, this is okay. well. This is kind of a tricky one. Um, I was a linebacker who only spent four seasons with the Pats, and I accumulated 22.5 sacks during my time with the Patriots. I'm going to give this one to you guys because I, I don't. I, it's it's confusing. Can you give, us a, give, give me a, a hint? hint? Like hint. A, um, it, it, he isn't most known for for the Dolphins. He played for the Dolphins after here. Um, I don't. Oh. I don't think this is the oh, hit number one. Might be a correct. Landon Roberts. No, he played with another team in the NFC first. He had twenty-two and a half sacks. Oh, four I, seasons. I missed the sacks. Cal, uh, Calvin Noy. Calvin Noy. Yeah. There you go. So I think it was a little bit of a mistake there in the email. Is um, he playing for with the Ravens. Uh, yeah, he signed with the Ravens, <laughs> and I saw Logan Ryan signed with uh, San Francisco yesterday. Well, is Harmon going to sign somewhere next? Like I, I thought I Harmon was sh- still in the league. Yeah, no, he, I think he's Lions? maybe Chicago Falcons? or Seattle. He was. <laughs> no, you, he's been around. When you go two and ten, you sort of lose sight of the personnel <laughs> around the league. Well, I mean, to be fair, like. I feel like they could have kind of used Deron Harmon this year as like a free safety type, but I don't yeah, know. Maybe he's past. tells me the defense. He doesn't have his green bananas, but defense is like lights out. Any now we need, we need Deron Harmon. Bryant, well, well, they were. You know, uh, I know. I know Paul how much you love the EPA stats, um, and uh, they're thirty first. Got this today from an EPA against what is it? Stakes. Here's a little Omaha Stakes uh, gift package, uh, holiday gift package. You feel good about Christmas this year? You doing a good job? You gonna you gonna uh, stock up on some presents there for, well, uh, for the yeah, loved ones? Well, I, I did get a couple of things that she didn't tell me about, so I do feel good. I always feel good <laughs> when there's when there's something that she didn't have to necessarily drop a bunch of hints about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, I have some work to do um, based on my my birthday uh, missteps. <laughs> missteps. I hate buying Christmas gifts. Like yeah. no one else has to buy gifts 
for someone else on their birthday. Well, you can buy them before your birthday. No, it's so (laughs) annoying. I hate it. I enjoy it when I, I mean, it's rare, but when I have that one thing that I know that someone's going to really like and not expect, it doesn't happen all the time. But when I come up with something that I know is going to be a hit, I, I really enjoy buying, buying. I did too, and I thought last year that present for me was um, was tickets to the Stevie Nicks Billy Joel concert, which we decided not to go to because it was raining. <laughs> oh, it didn't pan out for you. <laughs> didn't pan out. Um, Elf from Wisconsin. It worries me a bit how much I agree with Dark Deuce, <laughs> but I really think nothing on this team is good enough. I know he's not here, but Evan is crazy for wanting to make Mayo the DC and hire an offensive coach. You're going to hire someone and then not let them pick their own DC. A new coach will be absolutely will be looking over his shoulder all the time, talking about meddling ownership. Yeah, I haven't really gotten into it this week because it's not the time. Because the defense has been perfectly fine. Like yeah. I think you know when you love ten, ten and six, it's just not the time. I agree with the sentiment of that email. I don't think you need to keep Gerard Mayo in order to keep the defense playing at the level it's playing. Like I think the, their defense is fine. I I, I don't like. Is he the only guy that, you know, is, it's just because of the Belichicks and, and Gerard Mayo that they're playing well? Yeah. Like, I think that somebody else could do that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and that was the point we I made yesterday. I don't see game-changing plays. There, well, there aren't game-changing defenses, really. I mean, you know, maybe a couple, but it just I don't think that the bar is so high that, you know. And, and I mean, I, maybe if you were coming off one of those seasons like 03 or something where it's just like, my God, this team is clicking on all cylinders on defense. But, I mean, I honestly think, like I was just about to say, like, I think they're 31st in EPA against the pass. So, I mean, it's not like – Is it that low? It's really low. It just came out today, and, uh, you know, they send us the little thing. <laughs> I can't so. believe I bit my tongue for two days. <laughs> so, you know, it's 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 not perfect. And, I mean, it's definitely – I just definitely think it's easy to, to look at the point sometimes and just say that, you know, this is what it is. It's like I said, I think during the break I said, like, I I feel like some of these teams scored the amount of points that they needed to score to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they just said we can't – like. For Brandon Staley not to go for any of those fourth downs, and he had a lot of fourth and shorts. He's notorious like, for that. Right. right? <laughs> and I know he's done it less this year. They don't even care. Yeah, he's he's, he's done it less this year, but they had a lot of fourth and shorts in that game, like less than three yards. I'm, he didn't go for a single one well, of them. The and way? I think it's because he right. knew he didn't what's have the only well, way Also, you're if, we win that, if we win that game, he's on LinkedIn the next day. <laughs> he wasn't going to make it. Like, <laughs> not LinkedIn. Currently looking for work. Um, <laughs> you're absolutely right. He, I think if they lost, he was out. Gone. He's still probably gone. You're welcome. Um, you know, just <laughs> one thing I want to bring up, though, is, I, Merry you know, Christmas, like, Brandon. <laughs> like Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft are going to make this decision. And, you know, it's not going to be Fred Kirsch. It's not going to be Fred Kirsch. Paul Perillo. But there's something to be said. Like, what do they want? I mean, does Robert at this stage in his career and owning this team want to bring in a bunch of new guys That's who are going to run concern. his team the whole thing? Or does he want to say, concern. Like, let's, let's, I know let's, Gerard. Let's stick with it. Let's stick with it. You know, it. we can. Because he, you know, he's. He's in his 80s. And he, and he wants to win. You know, when you have to think like, like I mean, I guess the philosophy is, and we've, we've had these talk, Paul, is, you know, well, it's going to be the Patriots kind of system, but it's going to be without the mean old guy, <laughs> you know, like without Bill. Like, like, like that's just what they want to extract is they want to, you know, give it kind of a younger feel that might appeal towards the younger players and get those guys back on board. And, you know, I mean, we've heard guys in the locker room talk about how much they love Gerard and li- love listening to him speak. And, I mean, it seems like I love Gerard. he would be able to motivate guys to play. Um, but I just – I think there's something about me that I just – I struggle imagining Robert Kraft at this stage saying, I'm ready to start all over again with a whole new bunch of guys and try to figure it out with those guys. I just – I think that there's going to want – he's going to want to have an element of continuity and of familiarity that he doesn't lose. And – 
You know, I, I don't know if that's the best thing for the team. There's also a big part of me that feels like this next regime is probably going to be a placeholder for when they actually get good. This is going to be kind of a couple years of treading water and, and maybe a young head coach making some mistakes and, you know, hopefully starting to find the talent that you get out of this draft and maybe next year's draft and developing those guys. And then, you know, all this promise is kind of happening. And then you bring in the real head coach. That's when, yeah. you know, that's when it, it really takes off. After and, I'm, and I'm sure they're looking at it and they might not be wrong to do it. Like Gerard Mayo, like they're probably looking at D'Amico Ryan's. You know, defensive yeah, guy, former right. player, stepped in immediately and has at least put the Texans on the road to contention. Like, you know, I, I would say the illusion of contention, but they're in it. It's seven and five. They're in it. You know, they're going to play meaningful games in December for the first time since when? Billy O? Yeah. Yeah. So they might look at it and say, well, they hired a defensive guy, a former player, never had never done it before, and it's worked. So why can't it work with Gerard Mayo? Yeah. I would have loved to see, well, it's like you can't cry over spilled milk now, but, like, if they decided to get rid of Bill a few games ago, I don't know, the Saints game, 34 yeah. nothing, yeah. and then go with Gerard Mayo the rest of the season to see what he does as an interim coach. It's too late to do it now because you don't want to, like, ruin the draft pick. But it would have been nice to see, like, okay, let's give him a shot to be the interim head coach and see what he does. Do you think that's fair? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't have an opinion on it, but I just for, for you know, for, if you were Gerard Mayo, do you feel like that's fair to get a chance with, with a team that you really didn't? I mean, I, I know I'm sure he has had yeah. input into it, but like kind of like what we talked about when Zappi gets thrust in kind of crazy situation and yeah, good I, luck, I here's like your audition, it's, it's don't mess no it up. It's a no win for an interim guy. If yeah. it doesn't work and he doesn't turn anything around then he's dismissed and yeah. even when it works they almost never hire the I thought interim I was going to say how come they never I mean Rick the you know the Raiders guy I mean there's been Rich Bisaccia Rick Rick Bisaccia very very hurt um, Christian and Christian do, knows do you think Chris with they, a T-I-A-N he knows what I'm feeling do you, Simonelli do you think if they got blown out that Raiders game it was over for uh, uh, for, for Bill I mean, I, I, I don't know. Three, like, like they got blown out. Like another thirty to against zero. Dallas. They got blown out against New Orleans, but it wasn't a blowout against the Raiders. Because the quarterback. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know. Could have been. I, I mean, maybe. I still can't wrap my head around that Josh was there for how many games, uh, preseason, regular season, and he still beat the Patriots three times in the time that he was with the Raiders. You could make an like, argument that he was a like. <laughs> that's all he could do. On a short list of the most disastrous head coaches in NFL history, he didn't make it through his second year twice. And found a way to go three and zero against the Patriots, and technically four and zero because he beat him with the Broncos too, right? Like, I mean, he's a head coach. He's the Patriots couldn't figure out but a way. Isn't that three? What was the other? Well, the preseason pre game. Oh. I mean, I was you know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But you know, you know how you do these things and you move things to make it look a certain uh, it, oh, way. Yes, you know? I do, Felger. Three times. Yes, Felger, I do know. <laughs> yeah, it's four, four times. Right, right. He beat you four times, and not even Fred's like anger towards him could prevent him from from doing the same thing here. I'm telling you guys. Day. He should have seen Fred that day. He was apoplectic. He was so mad at Josh. Was sitting on the bus and right out the window, like Josh is like hugging everybody and like big laughs, smiles. Last year, like at, in in Denver in 09. Oh, okay, okay. When they beat us in 09, he, Fred was so mad. Look at this guy. We look at him. We just lost a game. He should have some respect. And I'm like Fred. He's excited. He's a young guy. He's coming over and he's like. Oh. I, I can't believe that. I can't. Like, I've never <laughs> seen Fred so mad in my life. Tyler and Providence got a draft question. I don't know if uh, I don't know this one, Paul. If there, is there any rule that will prevent a college player like Caleb Williams from declare from not declaring for the draft, but making not. his plan to play known 
and then after the draft, oh, signing a contract with the highest bidder. No, you can't do that. No, because if you're not eligible for the draft, you're not eligible to be signed. Because didn't Michael Crabtree with the contract a few years ago, he would have just had to go back into the draft. Yeah, uh, he can do uh, th- that. You can do. He doesn't have to come out, but if you're not eligible for the draft, you're not eligible to be signed. That's a whole process. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now, do, does he have the opportunity to like say I don't want to go to? Yes. Yeah. But that's just is Basically, that just a warning you, shot though? John Elway did it, and Eli him. Manning did it. Yeah, yeah, I would take him and say, all right, yeah, Suck well, it well, now what are you gonna do? Well, I saw the teams that he named, like that he wanted to play for. I don't know what the it was like. His like five favorite teams as a kid. Like there was no rhyme or reason <laughs> to like why was, he we, wanted we, to play. We for see all these like, oh, he said this, he said that, but like, it's sources. It's always sources yeah. said he said this. Like it's I, his fa- I got an argument with Fred in the post game show. It's his father is a potential problem that would worry. It's like me. Friday Night Lights with Michael B. Jordan's dad. <laughs> <laughs> did he even make it that far in the show? <laughs> Michael. Did I make yeah. it that far? Yeah. Did you watch the show? I've watched every episode okay, of that perfect. show. The show was phenomenal. That's the best show, yeah. All right. I got to uh, watch it. Michael B. Jordan wasn't that, as good as Smash, that. though. No, Smash was the best. Smash was better than Michael B. Jordan. Smash was the best. Much better running back. Do you want my idea? This is a side topic here. No, go. This, is, this is what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. Friday Night Lights. We, we, we got, we got 20 right. more Friday Night Lights, but it's Minnesota high school hockey. They need to make that. Dude, you would like that. I, dude, I, I almost – I tried – well, there's a book about Minnesota high school hockey. I forget what the title is off the top of my head, but – um. But some producers were trying to make a movie into it. And so I had, like, a meeting about, like, trying to – same thing, though. It's a Minnesota high school hockey. But, but I'm a mask guy. I can't – I can't – I can't. I want, I want to do prep school hockey. That's what you said. Prep school, <laughs> prep school hockey? Well, with all these new yeah. hockey schools that are if coming out these, now, like, they're just academies. Rich like rich <laughs> uh, Like really Mont St. Charles, like, Matignon went under. But, like, those schools now are yeah. – they're like hockey academies. They're not even, you know, real schools anymore. They're just people go to play hockey. Good it's, luck. So is that, like, Mount St. Charles is not a school anymore? It's just a it's hockey. It's still a school, but I think their primary IMG of ice. focus is, yeah. is <laughs> hockey. IMG. And that they have fun. like seven teams or something crazy like that. Um, I just don't know what the end of it all is. Like, it's just like what you're, you're, you're going to put all this time and money into it. Your kid's going to be a 22 year old freshman at like Trinity. Like, uh, you know, like. Go check UMass Lowell's roster. They have 25 year old freshmen. Like, and what, like, what, what, to what end? Are you getting, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I just, it's, yeah. it's totally one, different. One Quinnipiac, a national title. So who's to argue? I saw some. Uh, I saw some some uh, recruits there for Northeastern. It looks like they've Did made some signings. Did you? I missed that. I'm mad at that. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> I'm not out. I'm just mad. Yeah, Speed Speedways in and just says I think there's a zero point zero chance the Crafts don't keep Mayo on the staff. In what capacity? I'm not sure, but odds are a promotion of some sort. What constraints does that create when rebuilding the coaching staff? Too many, in my honest opinion. Yeah, I, I think if it's not head coach, he's not coming back. Yeah. You think? You don't think he would stay for D.C.? Because so, he's not actually the D.C. If right now? If he's not the head coach, I don't think he's going to have you the option. Right. You can't mm-hmm. hire the D.C. And Unless, then... I mean, I, I'm not saying 0.0. I'm, like, maybe they hire Mike Dussault. Mike Dussault really wants Gerard Mayo. Mm-hmm. There are also other then teams that could stay. just want Mayo as well. But, like, I don't know why you would stay if you felt like. Right. Well, if this whole thing that we've been sold on is that they convinced him to stay last year because he's the guy in waiting. Mm. And then you make a move Got and it. you don't, don't – I mean, I would, if I were Gerard, I would leave. It's also before we went 2-10. and 10, but. It just makes me wonder, yeah. like, really what was going on last year with the whole – because, I mean, I was reviewing some of the stuff we did in the offseason last year where you had – you know, it was like a big deal about Mayo getting a contract extension and we were kind of trumpeting that. And, you know, we get to this point now and if – I mean, like, logically, and I mean, I think everybody realizes it, it seems like, well – 
they love Mayo. They wanted to keep him around. Like he's got to be the clubhouse favorite right now to be to be that guy. But there's no other real way to consider unless you unless the guy who who wrote in said you know the Billy O thing where it's Billy O and and you know we'll just kind of shift everybody a little bit. But I don't know. It's just it's hard to see him staying unless he's the head coach because otherwise the new head coach is going to be up to him, right? I, or I, GM. I wanted I want GM. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. I just want a GM. What a new G what about a new GM? A, GM, I want, a GM would be great. I want the the San Francisco assistant guy. Yeah. Just like, with with Mayo. Yeah. Adam Peters? Yeah. Just like come on. And then maybe a new offensive coordinator. I just want somebody to pick the players for us. Demarcus Covington. Yeah, and DC. I would and I wouldn't be uh, opposed to Billy O staying if he wanted to, but th- I would put that in a similar situation to Mara that we were just talking about if O'Brien doesn't get the job, he probably wants to go somewhere else to get a job. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still don't know how I feel about O'Brien. Like I, 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 like my immediate reaction is like I, I don't really feel it's his fault. Can't, can't argue with the results, though. It's but the worst offense in yeah. football, and he's the offensive coordinator. I know. So I get that. I think part of it is just still I'm living off of that first press conference moment when he came in down there in the press room in last spring, and it was like, Oh, thank God. We got it like a, you know, real offensive adult back in the room. Knows what he wants. Knows what he's going to do. We're going to be fine. You know, at the very least, this will be an average offense. He'll get he'll get Mac back on track in three months later. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So what about Saracen? What do you think of him as a quarterback? Great guy. He's a great guy. Gritty guy. Gritty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Got the most out of his Better ability. Better than that, Saracen? Yeah. Matt yeah. Saracen. yeah. Got the most out of his ability. Who's, playing well above the rim with Amy T. Who's the long haired who's the long haired wild card kid? Riggins. Riggins. Riggins, right. Riggins. Right. right. I, I watched a few episodes. Did you watch any of this? No, this nope. isn't a lot. Rig, there was Rig, there was Riggins a needed the right, Riggins needed the right coach. He would have went to the league. <laughs> and how many it's seasons did, did this series cover? It went five, but it it was during the writer's strike. Yeah. So there were, you could like tell there's some flaws in season two. All of a sudden the kids got look like two years older. Then. Yeah, and then like <laughs> like people are getting murdered and like it's crazy. But were the same kids on the team, like, or was there like a freshman class that no, came so through and they fr- rotated a, a over? A freshman class comes through, and now I don't spoil it. But no, know. no, it's okay. Well, yeah. it, it is like 15 years old at this point. No, so I don't a, really think it's a spoiler. I think Deuce should watch it. No, no, so no, then, no I, you so, should so, watch. So you have your initial class, and then it the, turns out the town, it's a fictional town. Uh-huh. There's the east side of town. Oh, but <laughs> that happens like that's the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. So he has to go with the other, like East Dillon. Yeah. And then the uh, school you were rooting for is yeah. now like the bad guys. Right. They okay. turn into the bad guys because they, they, they kick Coach Taylor out. That's who, by the good. way, I love. That's pretty good. I mean, that's just from like a, hey, we're running out of steam. How can we spice this up here? Because, I mean, all TV series, it's, dramas get It's stale. just funny to Luke, see like the Luke actors. Comes in, oh, Luke Cafferty. The, by far the third worst. You know, third, you know, behind Michael B. Jordan and Smash. <laughs> you know, but a good solid player nonetheless. Wow. Yeah. But then he's like, you know. He's having some physical issues, pills and stuff. I'm just like, is this your Law and Order, Paul? You seem like you you love this show, huh? Oh, I love it's it. great, dude. You love no, it. I, I've Friday watched it. I've watched probably like the first three, four episodes and whatever. The Beth and I of watched it, I every episode. The best is seeing the uh, the old actors who are like Jesse Plemons. Mm-hmm. He's in it. Yep, I remember um, him. Michael B. Jordan. See, I didn't. I I don't really know if Jesse Plemons in anything else. Well, he's he's in Killers of Flower Moon. Game. I can go on for a while. What else? I, I don't know. It's too many movies. Okay. So the, so far, it just sounds like things that I haven't seen. So that's why I didn't know. Uh, but Minka Kelly, a, a young Minka Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm familiar. I, I know uh, oh, are you I now? I know her work. Oh, I'm are you now? with her work. <laughs> Lila Garrity was uh, throwing high heat. Uh, that was the other one. Should we get Buddy? Je- Jesse Plemons with the Tyra. Like, you just, you said it was yeah. kind of like flaws in this. Yeah. What no, about uh, Buddy, Buddy Garrity as GM? We could do something. Buddy Garrity <laughs> was a good, solid, crooked booster. 
With a good heart, of okay, course. Okay, so I think we got your next oh, wait, PU halftime. Your wait, next wait. PU ha- Save this for the PU halftime show. You got to get Paul on. We're going to be happy Friday to come down and do Friday Night Lights for a half hour. He's in Breaking Bad. Like, come on. He's Didn't in see Breaking Bad. Like Mike. Don't uh, have any idea what that is. Black is in Black Mass. <laughs> At least I know what. Black oh, Mass. I do remember him in Black Mass. American Made. I can oh never heard of that. I do remember him in Black Mass. Battleship Vice. <laughs> Seriously, never heard of. I'll get you on the halftime show. But we could do. Mike's mad at me, but we could do definitely uh, 13 minutes. Uh, Well, Christian did write in and just said, nice friend you have there, Paul. Shame on you, Deuce. So we, you know, he wrote in about my, no, I'm sorry for the Italians there. Yeah. Didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Um, very, very hurt. Bart from Poland writes in, uh, hey, guys, on the pregame show, Paul said, in response to my email of t- nothing taking. Good, nothing good starts with that line. <laughs> taking Paul Daniels. Said. Somebody's coming at you with receipts. Uh, taking Daniels in the top three, that he would be cautious about a player jumping 20 to 30 spots after the season is over, and I agree with that. I agree. However, I don't think it applies here. While Daniels wasn't a first-rounder before the season, now Daniels is already a consensus top 10, 15 pick by most draft experts. Yeah, um, 15. Uh, We're talking about taking him at two. Yeah, I mean this but, is what we. But get I to agree with I agree with his premise exactly, um, and I do I do think it's different. What really and Mike, you can back me up on this because you and I yeah. did argue a little bit about this we at did. the time, tiny bit, right? Mm-hmm. What really troubled me about Mac Jones was he did not rise now. At this time of the football season, Mac Jones wasn't shooting up the draft boards to the first round. Yeah, it was after the season. Those are the guys that worry me. Yeah. That something happens between February first and April thirtieth that causes a guy to go from a third round pick to the middle of the first round. Those guys worry me, and that always worried me about Mac Jones. Why is he just interviewing great? Everybody likes the guy. Like, is that all this is about? Jaden Daniels, to the emailer's credit, maybe didn't start the season as a first round pick, but he's played his way into being a first round pick. That worried me about Zach Wilson, by the way, too. Yeah. Like, I didn't remember oh, anybody talking about that. Zach Wilson in the first that's, round until, right. you know, that that's season was over. Day. Yeah. <laughs> um, just Ben keeping you guys correct. He said uh, Michael B. Jordan was a QB, not a running back. Love, the, right love the front. Uh, I think I may have said that. That is correct. I will, I will own that. I will own that. Well, wasn't his first practice he I, running back? Why can I not remember what his name was? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't remember his name. Drive me crazy. Is it safe to say with this year's quarterbacks? Juice is really getting mad now. And we're not talking law and order, so Tamara's completely checked out. Uh, Is it safe to say, though, that this year's quarterback class, there isn't really um, a Mac Jones type lacking athleticism? Like, are all these guys at least have pretty good athleticism? They can tuck and run a little bit? Yeah, I don't know of any of them that don't have any ability to make a play with their legs. Yeah. I feel like Shader, Notre Dame's quarterbacks typically mobile. are you don't think he's mobile? a little mobile. Yeah, yeah. Well, you would yeah. know. You say it doesn't have the ability. I mean, yeah. Wait, aren't you gonna aren't you gonna be on the offensive tackle though? Isn't that gonna be your, your oh, jam yeah. this year? Oh yeah. Like, but Olu I feel Fashani. like I feel like they always have a great offensive line and a pocket passing quarterback. They really the last one that was mobile was like. Deshaun, which I, he didn't last long. Green I remember Bay. him. Yeah, and then um, Kaiser. Is that yeah, one? yeah. He didn't Whew. last. He didn't last long. He's and stunk. then, <laughs> and then um, Brandon Wimbush, who he yeah. ended up transferring to. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not gonna say anything like overly disrespectful, but that's why you haven't been relevant. In time <laughs> <either>. <laughs> yeah, they they always have a pocket passer, great offensive line, like, but their quarterbacks don't pan out. 
You think you're just going to run out there with your helmet shining in the light? Sam Hartman <laughs> will be that guy this Hartman. year. People oh, yeah. will talk themselves into him. You know, a lot of experience. Started a million games. A lot of production. Pocket passer? Yeah. 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 They just Good yeah. beard. Strong beard. Chris Cassidy uh, from here in our – he weighs in says, Marvin Harrison and Bo Nix later. I will stand by it. Bo Nix has been playing oh, since wow. like the Obama administration. <laughs> <Yeah>. I have <laughs> – I got to tell you – I will say I am out on Bo Nix. I'm not in it, it would be cool to get Marvin Harrison and then Shadour. getting no, <laughs> and then getting Jaden. Like that would be great if you could trade up and get him late first round. Well, if but you still get Marvin in it. that first pick. If you treat the mock draft simulator like Madden, you can get Caleb and Marvin. Well, that's what people do. <laughs> oh on, that's what people do on Twitter. Yeah, somehow they they just you right. know. Oh, he's there. The guy I want is available every pick. Like. I, I got I don't know if you know, but I got Jaden Daniels in the in the oh, early sixth the, round. The thing is, That's like the, the the top prospects of the receivers are so good. Like obviously, like we said earlier, Marvin Harrison's the top guy. But if you get a quarterback, you can maybe get you know with that the second, which is pretty much a first, you can move up and maybe get one of those other. How guys. about yeah? I mean, do it. I mean, I don't know how high these guys are going to go. I don't do the mock draft stuff. Um, certainly not yet, but I won't ever do it. Um, why not take a, a quarterback? You know, take Jaden Daniels. You know, wherever. I mean, in the top five, and then get Malik Neighbors later. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to happen too. It happened this year. It's going to be receiver, receiver, receiver. It happens. Zay yeah. Flowers, Quentin Johnson. Um, I don't know the other two, but you know that's going to happen. JSM eventually. maybe. Yeah. Um, well, let me let me ask you guys this. This is maybe the last question here. It's something I've just been thinking about looking at next year's depth chart. You have Devonte Parker is under contract. Juju Smith Schuster is under contract. Demario Douglas is under contract. That's the question. Wait for it. Wait for <laughs> it. Uh, Tyquan Thornton is under contract. So four guys. Kendrick Bourne is a free agent. How would you approach this group this offseason? Because you're spending a lot of money. Now, you certainly could cut you could cut Juju. You could cut Devontae Parker. I mean, they've shown an appetite to give Devontae Parker a couple contracts now. So how would you approach it? Would you go into free agency and spend more money? Would you cut those guys, eat the, eat the dead money, and try to rebuild it you know, through free agency? Would you just say, let's bring those guys back and draft a couple guys and try to incorporate them in a, in a manageable salary? Like, how would you kind of approach it knowing that? And then Kendrick Bourne's out there, too. Would you resign Kendrick Bourne? I, think you I get would Kendrick take Kendrick, off Kendrick the ACL. delete the rest of them. Yeah, if you can trade him, awesome. If not, smell you. So sign Kendrick Bourne to a free agency deal. A uh, one-year deal. One-year deal. I have no interest in yeah. that. Yeah. I'm Kendrick. just saying because I think that's he's been here, he knows it, and, like, he's off the ACL, so you can get him. But on, what on does sheet. he know? You're going to be running something totally different than when you're running. Well, I think we're losing we're losing out on some vets, and you need a vet in the, in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, I my my plan would be to go heavy in free agency for somebody, and one uh, one guy like get, yeah. a, get a big dog. Michael try to go get a big, go get Michael Mike Pittman. Evans. You know, yeah. Mike Evans, T Higgins. And then, now T Mike Higgins Evans. is probably going to be too much for them, but uh, I I would go heavy for one of those guys, and then that takes the pressure off. And 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 yeah, you know, I know that like Juju's cap hit if they cut him is like over twelve million, so he's probably not going to get cut. But you could probably figure out a way to get rid of one of those guys somehow. That's my question. And then you have to draft some. I do think there's always good receivers that you can get on day two. So if yep. you don't, I mean, I get it. Tackle's a huge need. Quarterback's a huge need. Yeah, wide receiver's a huge need, but you can't get them all yeah. in the first round. So maybe you wait for day two and get a good receiver instead of Marvin Harrison Jr. That's just what I'm struggling with is I just feel like their finances at the position are completely upside down right now. And I just, you know, you need you need better players for sure, but I just, there's no easy way to kind of wave a wand and get rid of the guys you don't want with dead money and bring in the new guys you do. And, and it oh, just by seems the way, like you could have zero tight ends too. Yeah. So It's also like, how did you not learn anything from Janu and Nelson Aguilar in that group? 
and then you spend money on Devontae Parker, who's done nothing, and Juju, who, like, <sighs> isn't able to do what he used to do. Those are – I'm confused. Concerning. They're concerning. I mean, it's – it's. I mean, then those are, you know, recent pieces that they – I mean, they extended and You have to Parker. hope that you're going to – you know, when you change this, that the change in approach is going to help those guys be bigger factors because you can't just have uh, – you can't just change – the receivers, you know, you can't bring in T. Higgins and think, well, what's going to prevent T. Higgins from being like Kendrick Bourne and right. Nelson Aguilar yep. and just be, you know, like, yep. no, you got to do something to make sure and, that they, and they I mean, assimilate. Isn't it fair to say that, that the Patriots had have had way more interest in, in a guy like Devontae Parker than probably any other team in the league? Is there is it really reasonable to believe that a coach, a new coach would come in here and have a use for him? Like, I just I, I struggled to see a new coach coming in and saying. This is a this is a guy we need to keep that we need Absolutely to keep this contested. Not. But I'll tell you that would be a fear because if you get rid of both of those guys and now the millions and millions of dollars in cat space and you, you you spend you know twenty million of them is dead money on two receivers that aren't on your team. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's hard. I'm hoping whoever it is comes in and is like not not as dramatic as Coach Prime, but comes in and is like this roster sucks and we might have to bite. A few million, but like we cannot keep all of them. Yeah, would you like, resign Hunter Henry? Yeah, I would. Uh, it depends what the price is, to be honest. But I wouldn't. redo? No. Well, how would you approach the tight end position then? I low key. I mean, nobody. Barrel. Yeah, keep Barrel, but <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to keeping him as like I think he's one the, of the, the third tight spots. end. But I would yeah. probably try to draft a guy, maybe sign somebody in free agency that's you know a, a little bit of a lesser deal. Like, are you going to get him at less money than he's making? You already paid him too much money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Tight end in the draft. Uh, I think he's right around thirty. But I mean, I I, I like what the Packers did. I mean, they, you know, they, like all this stuff that we're talking about. I feel like they've just been stacking receivers. They drafted two tight ends last year. I mean, they got you know Watson and where um, Jaden like, Reed. Where did they high get round all those picks, guys? High, but not invested, in the first. I mean, second. It's, it's but, Watson, Dobbs. But those first two days, you know, Reed. Like, but the, talented guys. Is it, not is it Kraft? Tucker, Tucker Craft, right, and then the other guy. Yeah, the other kid. Why can't um, I think of the other guy? Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. Yep. Like not not first round picks. Like you can do it, but and, but you, right. got, you got to do it. And you had some growing pains. A GM. Yeah. And you probably need a new scouting department. Yeah, I but like I just, you just need fresh minds. I think you look at Green Bay right now, and that's you know, I mean, I don't know how good they really are. I mean, everyone's high and I mighty either, on them but right at least, now, but, but they're doing it the way that it's a young, energetic like, team. Do you think? See, now this is where I would say like. As opposed to Pittsburgh, which I don't think has that kind of talent mm-hmm. on the roster. Green Bay, I can see something. If yeah. Jordan Love continues to play the way he did the last three games, and mm-hmm. these guys are I can all see on. something. These guys are all going to get better together. And then all of a sudden, you know, and they're not bad on the defensive side of the ball either in terms of youth. No. With, like, they have like Quay, Gary. And Quay Walker is yep. there too, right? Yep. They have, I mean, they have some so good. individual personnel. Jair Alexander's no, yeah. uh, you know, no dinosaur. They could be... You know, two years from now, you could be looking at them lo- the way we look at San Francisco now. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Well, Make sure you end. stay tuned <laughs> for the playbook. John Rook up next. And uh, pregame show will be tomorrow, 6 p.m. So tune in for that. And the Patriots will travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. I'll see you at 5 of. I'll see you at 5 or 6. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.